It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that. Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? I have some garage. Like a cycle walks into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound it's gonna ever keep me down. Live from the Barrage. I saw The Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulland, fuck you. Yeah, reset, refresh, whatever the kids call it these days. Turn it in and turn it off. We're on. We're back live from the Barrage. <laughs> turn it in and turn it off. Tune in and drop out or whatever the... Yeah, so, you know, plug it in, plug it out, all that crap. I think the show starts and sometimes twenty uh, threes could do. Nothing happens. You just just refresh, just refresh, baby. It's your best friend. But I, I love. But I, again, I have to put it back to the old thing. When giving that advice to people who don't hear it, it doesn't work. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you keep saying that to me every week. Right? I'm like, I don't get it, man. <laughs> Lock it in and tear off the knob. For those of you affected by the power outage, tough. (laughs) Tough (laughs) Tough, shit. Tough titty because uh, you can't hear us. Thank you very much. We're back live from the broadcast here on Radio Nope. And uh, Conan says he didn't refresh and it works fine for him. So there you go. Radio Nope's been working great for me all week. I was listening uh, listening last night to uh, those two shows that cleaned the whole garage. To Brad's show and uh, and, uh, Jailbreak. Those are good. Those are good. I haven't been home all week. I listened some last week, though. Did you? I, I haven't been. I was out for the last like eight days. I'm gonna try to uh, actually flip the server over to back to Radio Nope after the show. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I'll be on the texting Conan furiously. I can't do it. I fucked it up. <laughs> but I practiced a little. I think I know what's going on. Conan sends me the instructions on how to do it. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, log into this. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, it's the server. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is how dumb I am. He's like, it's the server. I'm like, where do I get that? He's like, the internet. I'm like, what's that? He's like, it's on your computer. I'm like, what? Computer? <laughs> I, I, I tell you, in the very beginning of my computer dealing, it's connecting to other people's servers used to kind of wake me out. <laughs> I can tell. I'm trying to be nice because I could tell. I mean, I knew I was being annoying and probably frustrating the poor guy. Boss for Neutron doesn't have time for that kind of shenanigans. What, what's that? What? Oh, oh yeah. Just, What's that? I, I don't know. I don't, get I don't know. What's the internet? What's the freaking I don't know what that is. Google it. What's Google? <laughs> exactly. I don't understand this. It's the same thing. You can't hear people refresh. You, you know, you can't Google Google if you don't you don't know what it is. How could you use it? So, yes, thank you. Whoever, uh, whoever was playing darts over here last missed. Oh, no, I stuck those on the side because those are... <laughs> Those, those are the d- extras? Those darts are from, like, the 70s. They're garbage. Yeah, they got plastic flights. The, the whole body is one big flight. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the one that comes with the dartboard or something, you know? They're like small lawn darts. <laughs> uh, in a little while, we're going to have, uh, in about 25 minutes, I hope, we're going to have Dave, uh, Dave Hoffer calling in. If, uh, unfortunately, I screwed the whole thing up, and he called in uh, at, at 8 o'clock <laughs> right before the show. 
And he's like ready to go on. And I, I turns out I fucked up the time zones. I pulled the, uh, pulled the Conan and uh, forgot what, that Chicago's not two hours of difference. It's only one because I'm an idiot. So sorry about that, Dave. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you in a short while. Dave's written the book about Danny Lilker. Lilker. <laughs> of course, a famous metal musician uh, from our neighborhood, Bayside, Queens, and uh, we had, we've had we had Dan on the show, as a matter of fact. So I'm looking forward to talking to Dave, and he's wrote a, written a book called Perpetual Conversation, 30 Years and Counting in the Life of Metal Veteran Dan Lilker, and that's on, on Handshake Incorporated. So Dave's got a bunch of other stuff going on I'm going to... Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you know, side, side swipe him with. So <laughs> he's, got, he's got, he's a jack of all trades. This guy, and I can't wait to talk to him. That's it, and uh, that's it. What's going on? It's me and Hairdo right now. Nothing better than that. <laughs> Tommy's gonna be late. We got Mario coming in a little later. Uh, I've actually prepared a game for you and, and Tommy Rockstar. I forgot. I didn't think Mario would is be it here. Is fist fighting? Tell yes, me, it's fist, it's fighting. fist fighting. This is awesome. It's very simple. You don't have to buzz in. You I've just been fight. waiting for this moment. <laughs> It's finally something I think I can win. I'm just going to hit the bell, and you guys are going to kick the <laughs> shit out of each other. You can put it on, like, a periscope or something for the people at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, put a, I'll put the live stream camera up, and then I'll let them uh, watch you guys slug it out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fucking great. Not that I want to fight Tommy, don't get me wrong. I really don't. A, he's a lot bigger than me, but B, I like the guy. I don't want to fight with him, but... If that's what the radio station, radio show needs, I'm in. Nice. I, I appreciate your uh, commitment. Right, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I can't find my uh, Woody Dan Luker sound. That sucks. The um, Speaking of the fights, did you uh, happen to watch any of that boxing match, that big big hyped-up boxing match? I did. I watched it. I watched the I watched the entire thing. Did you? You bought it? Uh-huh. Nice. Who well, you, who, uh, did you, you have people over to offset the cost there? No, no, no. It was just me and Carrie. Uh, it was really just me. Carrie was there, but she really she couldn't care less. Yeah, you right. know? Uh, it was boring? I, it was, I didn't it see was, any of it. It was boring as hell. It was boring. Look, the reason I rented it was because, you know, otherwise I could have gone out to a bar, paid a cover charge... And then I would have drank the rest of like the, the difference that I would have paid on the. I would have drank the rest of it sitting there. So I was like, you know what, hundred bucks, I'll just fucking drop it on the fight. Right. I am. I like boxing. I have been watching it most of my life. So I was pretty excited for this fight. I mean, even though, even though it was five or six years too late, they're both kind of past their prime. It was kind of boring. I know that Mayweather is a defensive fighter, but he really, he really did kind of skirt around the ring like a wuss. Yeah, well, I knew that would happen. I mean, that's what he does. He dances around, and he doesn't get hit, and that's why he doesn't lose. Right. And, and you know, I, I get it. Look, I guess if I was in a boxing match, my, <laughs> my, my objective would be not get hit. I did see him knock somebody out once, uh, Tito Ortiz. And you know why? Why? Because the guy wasn't looking. <laughs> it was so fucked up. Like, yeah. okay, Mayweather just sta- standing there, and this guy, Tito Ortiz, is across from him. Now, in the round, the previ- previous round, I know this because I read on the, I, I watched the video, and then I read up on the story because I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> in the previous round, the guy headbutts Mayweather intentionally. So they go to their corners or whatever, and he comes over to Mayweather's corner, he hugs him, like saying sorry. He's like, sorry, you know, and Mayweather's like, all right. So then they meet at the, in the middle of the ring, and he goes again to like say, you know, sorry about that or whatever, and hug him. 
And Mayweather just goes bang and hits him with a left jab. The guy's hands are down at his sides, and then he hits him with a right, and the guy drops like a sack of potatoes. And, uh, <laughs> so, I didn't and see then like that, like old man Larry Merchant is like, "Why'd you do that after the after the fight?" He's like, ah. "They didn't so let Larry Merchant talk last week. I guess they're finally somebody got wise to that shit. That guy's bombed out of his mind all the time." And Mayweather's like, "Hey, protect yourself at all times." <laughs> fucked up so that was the same thing Larry he says to Larry Merchant he's, he's, he goes you're full of shit you should be fired you know shit about boxing <laughs> and Larry Merchant goes if I was uh, 20 years younger I'd I, kick your I, ass I must have seen this because I, va- I I remember like Larry Merchant like having it out like a war of words with the guy <laughs> yeah. like, if, I, if I was a younger guy you'd be paying for it right yeah. now in fists and pain <laughs> I think he actually says kiss k- kicks your ass or something but it's funny <laughs> I thought that was the most messed up thing I ever seen in my life the guy's like got his hands at his sides he still thinks they're shaking hands and he just like <laughs> just bangs them that's like that clint eastwood movie with the girl boxer something you ever oh seen? million dollar million baby, dollar baby. Uh, yeah. yeah it was a long time since i've seen that but you've seen it yeah the girl sucker punches her and fucking knocks her out at the end and then paralyzes her ass it's the spoiler worst alert. thing spoiler i've alert. ever seen it was what the movie you didn't like it? no the, well the end that yeah was, it was that, terrible that, that was awful it was almost like the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Spoiler alert again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happens at the end of that? I forget. Uh, the big Indian chief fucking smothers him after he gets the lobotomy. Oh, right. That's, damn it. That <laughs> sucks, too. And then he throws the water cooler through the window and, and he's he takes off to the races. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm out of here. And he wasn't even, if I'm not mistaken, he was one of the ones who was voluntary. The big chief was he? A lot well, of he ma- smothered. He didn't he smother Jack Nicholson out of uh, like a mercy killing? Absolutely. Yeah. He saw him come back with the lobotomy and realized he's not the same. He's yeah. gonna. This is it for him. This is his life now. Oh, and realizes, well, he's my friend. Put him out of his fucking misery. I wish somebody would come over here and smother me with a pillow after this, these Ranger games. Because <laughs> uh, this is frustrating as hell. Yeah, it's not looking good, man. I don't Rangers know. down three to one in the series. I went to Washington D.C. on Monday. Did not, did you know that? I somebody told me that, and I, I I have to ask: Do you feel like you're a jinx? No, because they no. because they lost Wednesday. You're you're got a clean conscience. <laughs> no, I, it's I don't believe in that. All right, it's the Rangers' fault. I wasn't on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I have a minus three rating. The, uh, yeah, every single playoff game I've gone to, the three I've gone to, they have been the, the three they've lost. And then yesterday, I mean the day before yesterday, they lost one that I was not at. So F you. <laughs> F you, Rich, and everybody else who's constantly texting me to stay away from Madison Square Garden. My record in the playoffs before this year is impeccable. It's untouchable. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. It was a bad year. <laughs> so, no. so, wait, wait. <clears throat> you drove down Monday. That's like a five-hour drive. It's four hours, yeah. Okay, I've I've gotten stuck in traffic. It's been a long time. Yeah, we got lucky. There was no traffic. And did you come home the same night, like after the game, or did you spend the night there? We came home right after the game. Oh, that's insane, dude. It was insane, but that's what uh, Dennis wanted to do, who uh, drove down there, and uh, it actually wasn't bad. The, the drive, you know. Coming home usually is better from Coming home was, was better because I had half a load on, too, so it was like, you know. We slept in the car, probably. I could, we couldn't smoke. In the car. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it was rough. What kind of what kind of, what kind of world are we living in these days? <laughs> but it's a lovely arena down there. It's very uh, intimate. Where is it in DC? Is it like in the heart of DC, yes, or is it like outside? Right in the middle of the city. Like not even like it's not like uh, pushed off somewhere. It's like right on the street. You walk right in off the street, like you're walking down a city block. All right. No, I just I don't think I. I yeah. No, I know I haven't been there. And uh, except for the. Except for two people, everyone was pretty nice to us. I sat with a bunch of Washington Capitals fans, and we just talked about hockey and stuff. And 
Nobody really. They didn't try to us. take take out their frustration with the Islanders on you. No. <laughs> One guy said to me, he goes, "Hey," as I'm walking down the corridor. I said, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "The Rangers suck dick." <laughs> and I go, "Okay, thank you, thank, thank you very much, thank you very much." And then another guy, as the after we lost the game, some kid on the escalator was like, "Go fuck you, bitch!" Like in my face or something. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> That's, that's when I like what I would hold his legs down on the escalator so yeah. he gets sucked into it on I the top. Mean, yeah, I would have thrown this kid <laughs> through the ceiling. Well, you know, I, you know, you just you just travel fucking. You're gonna have a, like a give or take a seven or eight hour travel day. Yeah, you spent money and you lost. Like I need it this sucks. kid. Like I need this kid to tell me they suck. Or right. I, you know, fuck. That's you. why I don't mind. Uh, I, I don't know if we said this last week. If you go to see ACDC, right? ACDC can't lose. Right. Oh yeah. No. They you know, unless like <laughs> the bell falls down and crushes uh, Brian Johnson. <laughs> Brian Johnson, the, you're gonna win that event. Well, yeah. <laughs> it sucks to blow all this money and lose. Right. Actually, the Caps tickets were much cheaper. I got to sit in uh, pretty decent seats before the game. You can go down right down to the glass and watch the warm ups. It was pretty cool. Ooh, that guy just took a puck off the face. I don't know who that was. So, uh, yeah, it's like Bob on the chat box said. It is in Chinatown, the Chinatown part of D.C., which is a, there's this place, uh, you know, Carmine's Restaurant in New of York? Of course I do. The, they the have family one Family style, too much food bullshit Oh, restaurant. my God, exactly. Holy shit, was that good. We went there with a bunch of people and had dinner and ate too much. It was great. Yeah, I, I, I like Carmine's, but again, I don't, I don't love family style eating. I like to nibble, graze around. I don't want like nine pounds of pasta, and yeah. I don't really want to... I hate when everybody's like, let's just order for the table. Well, screw you, because I don't want kidney beans and or whatever the hell weird shit yeah. you're eating. I want fucking something weirder, probably. Uh, what was the score on Wednesday? Two to one, right? And it was one to nothing the game I went to. So Dennis went down twice. He went down on Wednesday, so too. So he's the mush. He's so the he, fucking jinx. He, he drove 16 hours total to see the Rangers score one goal. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like fucking torture. No, he's not the jinx. He goes to every game. Oh, how does that not go in? He goes to every single game. Right. They, no, they've been to Pittsburgh. They've got to. Uh, they went to L.A. for the finals. They. I don't know where the hell they get the money from. But it's all that. Uh, he's, he's flush with pizza money. It's that pizza cash. Yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's funding his, hey, his runs. You really want to do something? I guess you save up. You know, yeah, they no, have season I, tickets. I understand. I listen. I. I've, I, I don't. Know. I don't get how they swing it though. I mean, I could barely swing a couple games. I used to have jet season tickets, and it's only that's only eight games a year. Well, if you count the preseason, it's a couple yeah. more, but nobody goes to that shit. <laughs> the guy, one of the guys we drove down with. A but friend, it's expensive. What you? I'm going to back yeah, that up. A friend of my brother's moved to California, and he bought Oakland Raiders season tickets. They were like $250. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fuck it. I live here now. He's like, I'm not a uh, Raiders fan. But he's like, for 250 bucks for the whole season. <laughs> fuck it. And you know what? If, in fact, they do turn around and those prices go up, he can probably sell the license, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. The license. I don't know if there's a license for those. Uh, I just, I, I've always, I've actually never been the name on my seats. I've always gotten them from right. somebody. Such yep. a fucking bullshit deal. Bob's right. Uh, I didn't see any Chinese restaurants in that Chinatown, so whatever. I don't know. A little scrum in front of the net right now. So, yeah, I mean, aside from us losing and that sucking miserably, it was not a bad trip. Well, it's getting out of the house. is fucking having fun. Who just went? You and Dennis? Me, Dennis, my brother's friend Brady, and uh, some other dude. And so you, you guys all got along, obviously. Yeah. 
Yeah, everybody was fine. I didn't really know the other two guys, but uh, yeah. You could get you could end up going with like a guy like Owen who just does nothing but fucking complain, no yeah. matter where you go, what you do. Right. These guys are all like uh, chilling out. I brought like a cooler full of beers. I'm like, let's party. <laughs> 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 I'm picturing one guy's like on the wagon for like 11 years. You completely like ruin his life. I'm always that guy. Someone's like, can I have a cigarette and a, and a beer? And then they're like, I haven't drank or smoked in 20 years. Like, Fuck. <laughs> I want to be that guy. I hung out with our friend Derek the other night. He was in town for like two nights. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I guess. What was it? Derek, uh, the, the Islander fan? Yeah. But I, I I only saw him for like an hour. But yeah, after we went out to eat quickly. He had to go. He had to go meet other people at at some some fucking event. But uh, same thing. You know, the guy leads a nice healthy life. He doesn't uh, he doesn't smoke. He's got asthma, unfortunately. And as soon as he sees me, he's like, yo, let me get a cigarette. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm like Pavlov's dog for his fucking cigarette smoke. Now I ask people. I'm like, do you did you quit smoking? And I'm the guy. And yeah. Like, Am I ruining your yeah. life right and I now? Won't, I won't give it to them if they say yes. But they always lie and take the cigarette and light it. I was anyway. going to say, at this point, they know they know what your angle is, so they're going to tell you whatever they want you. They they think you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, come on, Rangers. Second period, fifteen minutes left, zero zero game. Uh, same story. Nothing goes in. The puck just cannot find the back of the net. This guy hope he's got a fucking force field around him. Yeah, a bunch of shot blocking uh, animals. <laughs> <laughs> you animals. Oakland Proud on the chat box saying, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> and he also bought A's season tickets. I think they're relatively cheap, too. This guy's out there buying tickets to everything. We know he doesn't like the this, team. This guy's like the Oakland uh, stub hub over there. <laughs> well, I mean, Dennis Gunder saying, Derek was in the bill. In the- <laughs> He was in the city for the C.C. DeVille book signing. <laughs> Dennis, uh, we haven't seen Dennis since, like, high school. And, uh, so I guess the only thing he remembers about Derek is that he's a big Poison fan. In ninth grade. I mean. <laughs> Listen, I saw Poison twice, too. I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of seeing Poison. I actually saw them not too long ago. They opened up for Molly Crew, and I saw a bit of their t- the tail end of their show. <laughs> Whatever. It was a fucking... Yeah. Oh, man. Did you see Brett Michaels' new video? No. Oh God! You got to pull that up on on something if it's even on YouTube. It's it's like in the vein of uh, like what are these new country songs? Like these modern country songs that like you know just to get like people dancing at the bar kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, like the you know? like the don't break my heart or something. No, that's not it. No. Oh, I, no, Achey you, breaking no. heart's not the right song. I'm trying to think of some other the guy uh, uh, with the fucking pair of jeans that fits just right and all that shit. Garth Brooks. No, who's that dude who was on Sonic Highways with David Grohl? The uh, Oh, uh, the Zach Brown band. The Zach Brown band, right? It's like something like that. I tell you what, Baccaray, my buddy, is really into them, like super into them, which is like I, it's kind of surprising to me that too. Is surprising. And uh, he's, you know, whenever we get together, we're like drinking in his backyard, or whatever. He whips out his phone, he, like puts on YouTube videos, or like puts them through a speaker. Yeah, I'll say one thing: those guys, they, they're pretty talented, actually, yeah. as far as that shit goes. It's not right. my, it's not my cup of tea. I just but, don't like that, like like phony baloney country music. That's like, it's, might as well be, you know. So it's just pop music disguised like you know with a cowboy hat, and they have the ten million vocals going on. Let's see. Is it called a beautiful soul by any chance? Uh, no, it's called like get up on the bar or something or girls on bars. Oh, I just found it, but I don't know if I found the actual like the official music video Damn or not. It. I watched it the other day. What's in, it called? In girls horror. on horror. Girls on bars. Let me let me find the official video here. I need to see this now. 
Yeah, Dennis, he also had a C.C. Not only did he have a C.C. DeVille poster, he had a C.C. DeVille guitar, like the B.C. Rich with the woman's face painted on it. <laughs> I was trying to get him off the hook on that one. I wasn't going to tell anybody about that. He's, you know, I asked him, I said, do you still have that? I asked him just recently, and he said uh, he sold it to somebody. <laughs> to like... C.C. DeVille. <laughs> Who else is going to buy that thing? No, he's, or he said he traded it for like, I forget what he, he got some, he got a pretty good deal out of it. He was the winner in that, in that transaction. I'll tell you that much. Did you find that video? Um, I want to hear that song. It's got to be. This is it. Oh, I mean, I have the song. I just don't know if I have the music video, but I think... No, just play the song. It's a radio show. Right, but I want to see the video. (laughs) All right. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Here's a little Brett Michaels on Radio Nope. I want to hear the chorus. Donald Trump chewing John McEnroe's ear off at the Rangers game. John McEnroe's bombed out of his mind. <laughs> I guarantee it. That guy never doesn't have a Heineken in his hand. I see him all over the place, and he has a bottle of beer every time. This is the new Wilco, all right? Oh. The fuck? I mean, it's not like I expected something great from the, you know, the mind of Brett Michaels or anything. It's... Just... <laughs> You know, he was probably he's probably trying to find like an anthemic song that he can get paid for for the rest of his life. Exactly. You know what I mean? You never know. The thing takes off like that fucking cold beer on a Friday night song, and next thing you know, you're rolling dough. Right. You know, I could see at this stage in your career trying to do something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I wondered, like, like booby bars. They're like, you know, you can't go into a titty bar, when, which I haven't in years. But I bet you they'll play that song in there. Well I, well, I don't know about that, but I bet you they'll play like, I know they'll play Girls, 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 and... uh and pour some sugar on me. Right. Now, I wonder if there's like an ASCAP-like thing where the bands get paid from those performances. I fucking doubt it. But if so, that that's money in the bank till the end of time. Right. You're yeah. never going to go to a, a strip club without hearing, if not both those yeah. songs. I think the big big clubs like that, they, if they pay the ASCAP license because, you know, they'll... The, the ASCAP police will come and shake them down. Right, but I wonder, like, Bullshit. do they ha- do they just get like a like a, like we have like Conan bought like a general blanket license or? Will I they- think if you have a venue, it's probably more expensive. I don't know the rules. Who knows? Right. It's the Wild West out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was curious. Well, like I said, those I just got turned on to your yeah. groovy melodies. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I just I often wondered about that. Like, if there was like somebody doing the payola on the strip clubs, because those two bands are rolling in dough. If they are, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the strip clubs are. are they're usually not run by the the straightest of arrows. <laughs> no. Yeah. What What do you mean? Uh, you know, I'm not. Saying, I don't want to say anything, but I'm making a a uh, crooked nose sign with my finger. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Girls like boys dancing on bars. <laughs> we all gotta pay the bills, keep the lights on. Oh, 
See? Yeah. It's right. He says it right in the lyrics. He's, <laughs> he's appealing to the working man now. Well, it's going to be the death of us all if we don't get out for a good time. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. I thought that was you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brent Michael. Everybody's hanging out. I got the next round. Let's keep them Better have the next round. We'll have fucking poison money. I don't see this taking off. Yeah, no, it's a little too late. It's something. It's off. missing something, right? I don't know what it's missing. I'm not a fucking. <laughs> I like your sound, boys. It needs a little punching up. <laughs> it's like you know, um, Eddie Murphy came out with a new song too. I'll just stop it. Go ahead. And uh, it's like a reggae song. It's called like Oja. What the hell? Where? What? What year is this? And I keep like making fun of it, but Eddie Murphy was never good <laughs> at music. Party all the times in the new Grand Theft Auto. Every time it comes on, I like crash my car. I start cracking up laughing. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll be playing this in the in the uh, the bars in the in the Midwest and the and the South. Well, that's the thing. Like strip clubs, just like here in New York and not too far away, people listen to and do and and are fans of other shit that we just don't even see. Like NASCAR, for instance. Right. Arstron Smith saying, you know. It, he has full confidence that it'll do just fine around here. He lives out in Missouri. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't. It, it amazes me, like, how big NASCAR is. I mean, they have, they, 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 like, tail, tailgate for, like, a week. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. And then the, the, in the stands, they have, like, 500,000 people. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> 500,000 people go and watch cars drive around in a circle. And yep. Now, I'd, I'd like to think at least one-fourth of them are there to see hopeful car accidents and shit. But, <laughs> you know, that's, it's, it's fucking huge. The same thing with wrestling. Like I know, I know New York dudes who like NASCAR. Our guest uh, Dave is a big pro wrestling guy. We should ask him about that too. Like Kazugas too. Yeah, I don't know, man. I listen. When I was a kid, I was into it. But once like the Cindy Lauper rock and wrestling thing started happening, I was like, I'm <laughs> fucking out. You this know, is people can make the same argument that we're sitting here watching a bunch of guys slap a puck around the uh, ice. <laughs> well, for, for, for all intents, just, just ridiculous. For all I guess. intents and purposes, though, we it's we don't know that it's a predictable or it's a predetermined, a predetermined outcome. outcome. Right, right. Exactly. Well, NASCAR is not predetermined. No, no, no. NASCAR isn't. But I'm, I guess wrestling. I was. But they all about. seem to be going the same speed. I don't know. You know a horse race. I understand. It's over quick. Yeah, it's that's nice. kind of exciting. 90 seconds. And then there's 99.9% of the time there's fucking cash on the line. Right. <laughs> for the spectator. Yeah, that's the whole fun of it. Nobody wants to watch it. Uh, but I'm not betting on Hacksaw Jim Duggan and fucking, you know, Bruno San Martino or whatever. Boy, Pro, am I showing my age. That's a great Haystacks <laughs> <laughs> Calhoun. That's, they should do that. Pro wrestling foot races like on a horse track. I would watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Junk All these guys bad knees. <laughs> Barry, oh! <laughs> I was just watching World's Strongest Man from like the seventies or the early eighties the other day. I like, love those shows. Lou Ferrigno was on it. He won. Uh, the, he won the car lift. That's fucking awesome. There's a guy named now, now named like Magnus Magnuson. He's <laughs> yeah. like he's a badass man. Yeah, this, these dudes are carrying refrigerators. There's a refrigerator carry <laughs> to put a refrigerator on your back and then haul ass. Now I bet you after having just redid your kitchen, you're probably like, where was this guy three weeks ago? Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I took the doors off my fridge and wheeled it down the uh, down the drive. It wasn't that heavy? I did it by myself. It was on little wheels, thank God. But I was I'm no Lou Ferrigno's. <laughs> Yeah, but he also took the doors off. They probably, the ones he carries probably get filled with, like, cement. <laughs> filled with buds. <laughs> cement. Carry this cement-filled refrigerator. 
I can, you, up you know, a hill. It's still illegal to leave your doors on the fridge if you if you curbside it. Is that correct? I believe you have to take them off in, c- in case some stoonod kid wants to go in there and play around. Remember, like some kid got stuck in a refrigerator like a hundred years ago, and now everyone's got to take the doors off. It happened on my mom's block growing up. She said, "Did it? The yeah. kid? Did the kid live? No, the kid died. Get out of here. Yeah, and the mother. Holy shit! She went gray overnight. His, oh my god, that's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's a horror. She was in such shock and depression or whatever from losing <sighs> her. And the kid was little. I mean, I guess he yeah. was looking like a five year old or something. I mean, I think you'd be able to push the door open. But well, this was also keep in mind this is in the forties or oh, 50s. when they they used to have a big latch on them. I guess in the forties and fifties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got stuck in a freezer once. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I did. You know, I want to feel bad, but I know you're standing here next to me, so I know everything turned out okay, I, but what the fuck? I got stuck in a walk-in freezer like it was episode of Three's Company, but I was by myself. Oh, you didn't have you didn't have Mr. Frilly to snuggle and cuddle with yeah, for, I, for body heat? I admitted to my I admitted to myself that I wasn't gay. <laughs> uh, I know that episode very well. Uh, but uh yeah, I, I was working at a key food. When I first got the job, and uh, I had to go in the walk-in freezers and get the, because I worked in the uh, dairy department, I had to get the milk and stuff out of there. And I went in, the doors closed behind me, and the lights went off, and I, f- like, flipped for a second. I'm like, no one's ever going to hear me. <laughs> this is this is my life now. Yeah, this is it. This- <laughs> At least I have plenty of milk. Good thing I have a beard. <laughs> this is my life now. Well, this is it. <laughs> well, this is, this is pretty much what my guidance counselor said I was going to amount to. I did. Instead of trying to find a way out, I just sat down and resigned myself to the life in the freezer. Oh, oh well. <laughs> it sure is cold in here. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be fine. Uh, that's fucking awesome. But then I realized that I start feeling around. There's a big button, and you have to like smash it. It's like a big. It looks like a big Price is Right prop. <laughs> exactly. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is me in the freezer. <laughs> How the fuck do I get out of here? <laughs> I always say you knock over every egg in the, you knock over every egg in the in the freezer. I got out. I got out of that freezer. I'm standing here doing a radio show and interviewing Dave Hoffer. That's how you know I'm out of the freezer. Dave, how you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. What's going on, man? Not much. Um, it's raining out. Is it? And you're in the Chicago area. I'm in Chicago. Period. Yeah. Period. Chicago proper. Yep. As they say. So, Dave, uh, thank you so much for calling in. Dave is the uh, author of Perpetual Conversation, 30 Years and Counting in the Life of Metal Veteran Dan Lilker. Is that the full title, or am I wrong? Uh, it is, except it's just Perpetual Conversion, not Conversation. Oh, I suck. I knew I was fucking that up. I'm like, that can't be the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you did fuck it up. I did. Welcome to the show. I, I'm gonna fuck <laughs> thank up. you for having me. I'm going to fuck up about 20 more things before this interview is over. Trust me. <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, Dave, how do you? How does a man end up writing a book about Danny Lilker? Uh, well, I can give you the semi-abridged version of the, uh, the story, but um, the singer for one of his bands, Brutal Truth, Kevin Sharp, he was living in Chicago for a while and working in the same neighborhood that I do. Uh-huh. Um, he's since moved back to Atlanta, but I just kind of, I discovered that, I don't know, it kind of blew my mind because they were always in New York, but I ended up meeting him and we just kind of became like neighborhood buddies and then, um... Right around that time, they played a like the first reunion show in Chicago it was in September of 2006, and then after that, in February of 07, they did a UK tour for like 
eight or nine days or something, and I just kind of um, paid my own way and tagged along to sell T-shirts for him uh, on that tour. So that's how I met Danny. That's kind of like what um, uh, with my partner Mike here did with DRI, sir, right? You're, yeah. You would be the merch guy. I do it all, but I, the only thing was... <laughs> do it all, baby. I make them pay for me to go. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I ended up... Well, the actual, like, idea for the book happened, like, I did some other merch stuff for them, just, like, here and there when they would do, like, uh, just, like, you know, like, little weekend things or whatever. But the following year, in February of 08, uh, they went to Europe again, like Spain and Portugal and stuff, and I went with them. Um, I think maybe we split the cost of the plane ticket that time or right. something, but it was just like, just some, you know, just something to do. And then on that trip, just like BSing on a lot of really long drives, and Danny was just telling some old back-in-the-day story, and I was like, dude, you should write a book because I would read that immediately, and he was just, as he is, just like, I don't know if I would ever, like, sit down and, like, force myself to remember everything, and I was like, well, maybe we can do something then. So, yeah, so after we got back, then just kind of, like, broached the topic again, and we went from there. And you started uh, interview. were you taping these interviews, or were you just, like, kind of writing down his stories? How did this work? No, well, that so yeah, we that was in February of '08. So in like fall, sometime of that year, I flew myself. Um, well, just financially, I didn't fly the plane. I just like bought a plane ticket and went to Rochester, New York, where he lives with his wife, yes. and just crashed with them for a long weekend. And that was like the, I did that three times over the course of a couple years, and just like we would do these long interview sessions, and I just have a digital recorder from my freelance writing days. Actually, no, I bought the digital recorder for this, upgraded from the cassette recorder for nice. the book project. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we just had like these three long weekends, and then he was in Chicago. Chicago once for a show, so we did some interviews then, and then, like, in the meantime, interviewed everybody else uh, via phone, mostly. Right. Is this, like, a, sort of like a, in the oral history style? Yeah, the uh, I, <clears throat> my um, introduction to what little writing I've done over the years has always been through magazines, just like Friends fanzines back in the day, and then, like, for this magazine called Punk Planet, which isn't around anymore, and then also, yeah. you know, just that that sort of style. Um, and so, yeah, the kind of idea that I had in mind, it, you know, was to basically just do like a huge zine book about this guy's career. And after talking to him and like hearing his tone and like his manner of speaking and his sense of humor and everything, it would just kind of became obvious, like, okay, he needs to be like very present in the book, you know? Right. Yeah. Now he doesn't, uh, was there any, does he have to approve of all these things? Was there anything that he was like, ah, I don't put that in. Leave this oh out. yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, you you know, we would talk for you know nothing necessarily salacious um, or or juicy, but you know whatever. Just be telling a story about something, and then it would just be like, well, you know, this is off the record, but like you know, the end result was blah blah blah. Right. So there were things you know, but I mean, it's the off the record part. Very, are the best. he's very honest. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't bullshit. I like that about him. Yeah, I, I don't see him like uh, really pulling too many punches. He doesn't care. Right? Yeah, and <laughs> and I would say any any things that you know kind of fell under that umbrella where he was like, "Eh, we should leave this out," would probably be more to protect other people. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, he was very conscious of that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the book about uh, you know d- 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 drug use and all sorts of fun uh, salacious things going on in that book. Well, a lot of weed being smoked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you want to, that's not drugs anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Danny's famous for uh, just getting off the plane and po- poking holes in a, an aluminum can, and he's got his bowl ready to go. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoking yeah. that aluminum. See, well, you know, he's just humble in every way. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that aluminum, uh, that can't be good for you smoking that. I don't think that's a... A good idea to make. Well, it's, can it's more of a last resort, I think. <laughs> right? No, this is. I'm talking about for overseas travel, sort of thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hopefully, you just know somebody there that'll meet you with uh, something a little more proper. <laughs> oh my God! Sorry, we just almost watched a goal go in. You're not a hockey fan, are you, Dave? Uh, no, I know the Hawks just swept some unfortunate <laughs> team, though. Yes, they did. <laughs> the Minnesota Wild, they indeed, indeed, they did. Okay, the Wild. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, your, yeah. your neighborhood must be going nuts over there. We actually live like not even a mile from the United Center. Wow! So I could, yeah, we could walk there right now. So yeah, if you were to go out like on the street that's perpendicular to ours, is one of the streets that borders the Madhouse on Madison. Um, but uh, yeah, you can see, you know, like Hawks or Bulls fans walking wherever after games and kind of tell like, are they dejected or are they in a good mood? Yeah, here? Oh, I so, forgot hmm. the Bulls are in the playoffs too. This must be a, a, a an exciting time for your. For your yeah, <laughs> they they're kind of like the the team that we follow when it's not football season. We're, we're like basketball, and then we do watch the Hawks, but mostly if they're in the playoffs and schedule permitting. But I hear that. You're mostly into wrestling, though, right? <laughs> um, well, as far as a year-round interest, yeah, I would guess so. It doesn't really have a season, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I do like wrestling. It's wrestling season. It's the playoffs. Oh, it's nice and warm. It, like, must, be, it must be close to wrestling season. Yeah, WrestleMania <laughs> kind of like the playoffs, I guess. Um, but, yeah, you know, when you get into, like, football playoffs or now, like, basketball and hockey playoffs, you know, that's – DVR has basically, like, saved me as – or, like, I, I would say I was saved as a wrestling fan by the DVR. Like, they wouldn't have me on board if it weren't for that. Right. My wife and I moved in together and got TiVo for the first time. One of the first thoughts I had was, like, wait a minute. I can just skip all of the bad parts of wrestling, like, whenever I want to? Okay, I, I can get behind this technology. Nice. <laughs> my, my wife still won't, won't let me get a DVR. Honey, if you're listening, everyone says it's the greatest. It's, it'll change your life, man. You'll, I haven't watched an advertisement in fucking 10 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, not have to be like a slave to a uh, time schedule. You know, it's great. Uh, you, you brought up your wife, so I have to bring this up. Did you propose sure. to your wife on the TV show Talk Soup? <laughs> I did, yeah, although at the time it was only, it's just called The Soup the at that soup. point, but yeah, right. same show. Uh, who was the host? John uh, Henry, what's that guy? Henson. Henson? No, or is No, it was Joel, Joel McHale. Oh, Joel McHale, Joel yes. McHale's like nine yeah. feet tall. He's as big as Dan Luker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah, he is like six-something, yeah. How, how yeah. tall is Dan Luker? He's like six-seven or something, right? He's like six-five. Uh, I think he's like, maybe I would guess like six-four, six-five. Yeah. He actually, I think, says in there somewhere when he's talking about like the whole Neil Turbin thing where, you know, they kind of had like a height thing going on, so. So it, it's in there somewhere, but yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. So how did the talk soup thing happen? Um, man, you've really been talking to Stephen Soley or like going through the internet or Listen, something. Listen, man, here. I do my research, all right? <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I just texted yeah, well, uh, we, My wife and I were uh, going to Los Angeles just to visit some friends of ours, and then their band at the time ended up uh, getting on a tour, which didn't allow them to be there when we had planned our little trip. So that kind of sucks. So we went out there, and then um, some other mutual friends of ours knew people there and said, hey, you know, they just, like, fill the crowd with whoever. You know, we can just, like, send an email, and if they have space, you know, you can got, you guys should be able to go and just see this taping. And it's like, oh, okay, that would be amazing, you know. Am I, am and I so that, that happened, and then, like, we had kind of talked, you know, like in a, like a very – 
um, like clinical sense, like, well, we've been together a long time now. Maybe we should start thinking about getting married, blah, blah, blah. But like the pressure on the man is the proposal. That's like the big thing. You don't have to like pick out a dress or like do any of this other stuff, but you have to like get your romance on, you know, it's very, very intimidating. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, and what's more romantic than, uh, what's his name standing in front of a green screen? <laughs> John Le- well, John no, Le- we, we watch the, the, we watch the, sh- the, the show all the time. Right. Um, I would say if, you know, being completely honest, our interest in it, uh, has waned as like the writing, I don't think is as good, but anyway, right. but I, I, at the time, I mean, we would, we would watch it all the time and there was like a lot of in jokes from the show. And so a friend of mine and I were hanging out, and it was just kind of like one of these lightning bolt things. And, you know, my wife is a big television fan also. Just she likes TV from, like, you know, back in her MTV days and everything. So it was kind of like a thing that way. But I emailed the contact and was just like, hey, I've got this idea. Initially, I was just going to ask if the host could say something, and I would just do it off camera. And then the producer wrote me back and was like, no, we can, like, do a little bit and put you guys on at the very end. And I was just like, oh, my God, yeah. So and it was, like, just two days before we went out there. It all came together. So I had to keep it a secret for, like, two days. And then, yeah, it was – it was something. <laughs> what, what was the bit that was there? Did it tie Oh, uh, the bit at the end was they would do like their clip of the week, and then like they had the Joel introduced us. They had us like stand up, just up, you know, um, off camera. And of course, my wife is like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And she, you know, if she was telling the story, she would say, "You know, I you could see the teleprompter, and she saw our names on it, and was just like, what is happening?' You know." And so they kind of like ushered us in, and they had this gimmick where their intern, they would uh, the host would just like shoot him, you know, just because he's like a piddly intern. So right. he came out, and uh, after I did the proposal, he came out and was like, "Congratulations!" And they gave my. Uh, my uh, wife the gun and she got to shoot him and kill him at the ah, end of the day. So, that's, yeah. cool. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I I, know, I, I listen, I, because of the DVR, I end up watching that sometimes and uh, I, I miss Mankini. <laughs> oh, we see yeah, that's the thing is they don't have like the spaghetti cat or like any of kind of like the old bits anymore. So, well, I don't know. you know, this but is it, one of the first shows like uh now there's a million of these shows where they just look at uh clips of, uh, on the internet all day and comment on yeah, yeah. stuff and that was kind of the first one. With the, what's yeah, that's true. They did just kind of. They were like way ahead of the curve, and now it's just sort of like I don't know, maybe not like dated by comparison, but they've been doing it a long time, you know. Yeah, now it's just uh, they, so they, flooded with the same type of they, shows. They launched Greg Kinnear's wonderful career, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Tosh, whatever that guy's name is, and there's, there's a million shows on MTV that, are, that you just watch. You know, the watch. They're watching YouTube shit. videos. Yeah, it's just like guy watching YouTube. Yeah, yeah. They screwed it all up for. for well, now I can just stream YouTube through my PS4, so I don't even like TV is almost like becoming irrelevant at this point. Like, oh wow! I, I think know. I could do that with the Xbox. I never just I never do it though. Can you? Are you a big gamer guy? Oh yeah, I, I love video games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw on your thing that you're going to talk about games. I'm like, mm, I don't know how much that's going to be about my book, but we could talk oh, about video yeah, games. We could, sure. You know, we could talk about the book. Although we talk about whatever you like. Oh, no, I don't care. But, yeah, I've uh, been playing the new Wolfenstein. If we're going to talk about video <laughs> games, I just got that. That's the Castle Wolfenstein from, like, you know, the 80s or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's still going? <clears throat> well, yeah, they kind of, like, rebooted it last year with a very fun game. Um, and then they just released kind of, like, this standalone prequel. It's just, like, these eight levels. And it was, like, I don't know, not even $20. I think it was like 18 bucks, And it was download only. It didn't even come out physically. You just like download it to your PS4. Right. So that came out. And, so you've yep. been uh, addicted to Wolfenstein lately. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been the most recent acquisition. That and Dying Light. That's been my co-op game with my uh, video game buddy. Uh, yeah, see, I, I stopped playing a while ago. Cause, uh, you know, I, w- I would go on with uh, Hairdo here and play uh, Modern Warfare, <laughs> and we just kill each other. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, some 15-year-olds would kill us, and they would say, like, you know, terribly racist and homophobic things. And I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, you never play in public. You just find, like, two people that are normal that you know in real life, you know? Right. Yeah, that's what me me and him used to do. And then I would just mute everyone else or turn the, uh, you know, volume down on the other players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stresses me out. I became really good at the game. I ended up getting world ranked. So I used to love it. I was like, whatever. I had, my inbox was constantly flooded. That's why it sucked to play with you, because when I played, before you would join the game, I would do okay for myself. I'm never very good, but I was in the middle of the pack. Sometimes I'd even win. And then you join, right. and I think because the algorithm says that you're ranked so high, they start throwing in the these rest of these fucking, uh, what do you call them, ringers. And I'm getting, I'm the, I'm like oh, okay. getting just slaughtered. I, and then everybody would be like, who is this guy? Yeah. Why is he staying in you here? You got grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what would happen, actually. Slowly, better yeah. and better players would join every game, and then uh, by the time, by, in, in like an hour, I was on the bottom. I'm like I would get frustrated and sick of it and turn it off. Yeah, I would just hear like I'd hear like a bang, a clank, and I'd, I'm go. I gotta go. Click, and I was like, all right, I'll see you later. Uh, someone in the chat box wants me to get the details on the PS4. You want to tell us about the machine? <laughs> <laughs> PS4 review. John, did you refer to your uh, co-host here as Hairdo? Yes, that's his uh, nickname. Yeah, it's been a long time I've had that name. I I used to have dumb long hair. But mine was never as cool as Dan's, but it was very similar <laughs> to Dan Lokers. Oh, yeah. It was just big and curly. the big curly hair. Yeah, it wasn't a good look for me. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, like, wear it properly. You know what I mean? It was nice hair. <laughs> I, it would be, make a beautiful lady's wig, like, gorgeous. I what would, happened to it? I had to get it. You know what? It, you know what happened, actually? I hate the heat, and it got really hot one summer, and I was like, this is it. This is gone, and I just cut it off, and I never grew it back. You go to the city to get your hair cut still, don't no, you? No, no, I used to have. I used to go to just a regular. <laughs> when I worked in the city, though, I used to have a regular barber on on East 12th Street, and it was just like a, the guy would give you in the winter like a shot of whiskey, and there was like play, <laughs> and like Playboys and penthouses for uh, the magazines. Love those type of places, old school barber. And yeah, now I still do the same thing. It's like fifteen bucks. Here you go, Chief. I'll see you later. So, uh, D- Dave, just go to, back to the book for a second. Do you want to tell people where we can get this book? Yeah, I think probably the easiest way to order it is just through the uh, label's uh, Bandcamp. The label's Handshake Inc. and uh, like Incorporated. Then you just go to the Bandcamp and you can order away. Yeah, that's actually the only way to get it. I think because the uh, I don't think they have a page on the actual website. You have to go to the Bandcamp. That's Handshake Inc. and uh, go to their Bandcamp, their merch page, and you will see the book right there. It's uh, twenty two bucks. Yeah, there's some places locally, but if you're not in Chicago, then yeah, I want I wanted oh, to get I wanted to get the uh, yeah, I, I was, go to the internet. <laughs> I was hoping there was a digital version, but uh, there's not. Is there? No, that was. I mean, that's something that had been discussed though if i were to do a digital version i think it would be cool to try to do something like a little more special with it um which unfortunately would probably be impossible but i thought i always thought it would be cool to have like a downloadable version where like when songs were mentioned you could listen to the songs or like you know maybe hear like clips from the interviews we did or like somehow make it a little more interactive than just like reading a pdf right on a screen you know but yeah. i don't know with like licensing and everything that would just be like a complete nightmare i'm sure yeah well i'll, I'll be ordering my physical 
digital copy, which I should have done last week. I just assumed, I'm like, oh, there'll be a digital version. I'll read that, and then I'll be prepared for the interview. But that didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I gotta you were it. wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. You again, were wrong. Wrong again. Just like the, <laughs> the title of the book is not Perpetual Conversation. It's Perpetual Conversion. Conversion. 30 years and counting in the life of metal veteran Dan Lilker. And he is a metal veteran. He's a 1,000% metal, as my friend Woody would say. We used to see him walking around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we, we're in Absolutely. Flushing, which is... Uh, you know, I grew up in Bayside, too. We're at the town over from the, uh, you know, Scotty and Dan Loker epicenter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he was like a neighborhood fixture. Like, oh, here he comes. There's there's, there's Danny Loker. Oh, okay. That's interesting. You see him walking down the street, head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can't yeah. miss him. And, uh, yeah, they'd be like, oh, man, there's the guy. There's, there's that metal dude. I used to see him at the local <laughs> local metal clubs when I was sneaking in at, like, 14. I'd be like, you I, know, and again, you can't miss the guy. I'd be like, holy shit, Dan Loker's here. He's like a legend. Like, oh, I heard, I heard he killed somebody and, you know, <laughs> put him no, in a that, dumpster. I'm sure that is not the case. Yeah. So I don't know. But, yeah, that's, like, one thing that came up all the time is everybody talked about how he was just, like, always kind of, like, out there and available, you know, yeah, like, yeah. the fans and just, like, yo, I'm just a person. Hey, he did this show. I was, I was like, wow. Thanks, man. I think you got that interview, right, Mike? I forget. Yeah, cause, well, I, I know him a little bit oh, yeah. from the, the quote-unquote metal scene. Yeah, he called in. He was great. He was a nice dude. So when you do, you did an in-store with him recently, right? So what's that like? What do you guys do? You sit there and just answer like a Q&A Oh, session? yeah. That was, yeah, intimidating. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it was weird because I've always, like, what I've basically been telling anybody is that, like, I've played in bands for a long time but as the drummer so i always kind of have like this thing where you know you don't want to like get your hopes up for any sort of like show attendance so i always just kind of imagine like sitting behind my drums and seeing like my wife and two friends you know are the only people that came like and then when like 15 people show up you get excited so yeah yeah yeah, i kind of had the same thing for we put together this thing um at reckless records in chicago where i work Oh, you work We there? moved into, yeah, yeah. I stayed right by there once. That's like, uh, yeah, well, there's a couple of them, right? Yeah, yeah, we have three stores <laughs> across the, here yeah. in, the, in the in Chicago proper. Right. Um, forget but, what, what uh, town yeah, I was so in. But, yeah, so our one store moved into a new a new building. We have this upstairs area, so we went up there and then just, like, set up three bar stools and three mics through our PA and a friend of mine, uh, Eddie Gobo, he's in this band called Jarred Loose, who are quite good. Um, he was our little moderator and just kind of asked some questions, and it was an hour long. And some people came, and we sold some books and signed books, which is kind of bizarre, but that happened. Took pictures, which uh, is even weirder. You feel funny signing the books? Oh, yeah, totally. You know, I mean, it's it's weird. Just like, I I don't know. Like, I've never been able to write a song, you know, because I can't play guitar or do anything like that. So to have something that just sort of has your name tied to it is just, like, kind of terrifying. But I somehow managed to pull through an autograph book. <laughs> did you did you practice your autograph? Were you like, did you were you criticizing yourself? Like, this man, this autograph is terrible. I should really, uh, you know. Work on my signature. Uh, well, it's actually, <laughs> it's funny because I have been trying to get copies to people that contributed to it when it was nothing more than just like calling people randomly and emailing people and just being like, I have this idea. Will you contribute to it? You know? And um, so for those, I would just kind of like, I would, you know, like write a little message in them like, hey, you know, this thing was nothing at one point and like you helped make it something or whatever thing, you know, you would put in there. And um, have a great summer. 
Dave. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you next year. Um, don't don't change at all. <laughs> See you in the um, car. And so, yeah, then I would just do like an all caps. I would just like put my first name in there. But then it's like this in-store thing. I noticed that Danny was kind of given just like probably whatever signature he gives when he signs checks. So I just did the same one. I'm like, oh, God, there's going to be different versions of this floating around out there. This is bizarre. Right, yeah, the eBay people. I don't think you, should, you have to worry too much about it. Oh yeah, well we were joking at it. I'm like, this is probably the only event we're going to do where the two of us are here together. So people that are getting these signed by both of us have a, a real treat on their hands. That's a collector's item, right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's one phrase for it. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about in stores, and uh, I really don't know too much about this. Um, I read a little on your Facebook about this ICP in store thing. How, what, oh yeah. You met the insane clown posse, or kind of, or I, you sit, you're involved I did. in setting that, something up. Uh, that whole thing was. My responsibility, uh, my labor of love. You were responsible so I actually, for the insane I actually clown just found out today that the rest of the tour ended up getting canceled for unknown reasons. I'm not sure what happened, but oh, we wow. got one in there, so that was good. And when? How long ago did this happen? This was last Wednesday. Last Wednesday, you yeah. organized an in-store for uh, Violent J and what's the other student's name? Stinky Pete or Stinky something. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy too dope. Come Shaggy on. too dope. Sorry, sorry. And how does that go? Oh, it was crazy. I don't know. It was fun, man. Um, were they was, signing books, too? No, no. They were uh, they signing all sorts of shit. But they had a new album that came out on Tuesday. So it's kind of interesting. Like, when you set up signings like that, there kind of has to be a reason for it. Like, you can't just have them, like, yeah, you know, exactly, like, yeah. Testament is here for no reason. You know, <laughs> like, it kind of has to coincide with something, you yeah, know? Yeah. So when we were approached, I was just like, we had actually just moved into the store. It's been a crazy two weeks. Like, we'd been in there for, like, Ten days or something, and we did this. But uh, it was just like it got pitched to us, and I was like, "Okay, we have to do this." Like, yeah. I, I've got love for those guys. I'm not going to deny it. Like, they are doing their thing, and like, you know, who gives a fuck? Like, right. they're just—it's awesome, you know. Like, I look at Jimmy Buffett fans, and I'm just like, "You people are, you know, like, what makes you any better than right. insane class?" No, I've said so this before. Cool. I, I think mean, you know, we knew people would come out, and we would sell some CDs, and it would just be something awesome to do. So they were cool. We mainly just dealt with like their crew who came in and set up like their little uh, area where they sat. One thing that's interesting is they're all about like kind of not necessarily mystique, but like the big reveal, like you can't see them. A lot of people would just come by to try to like gawk and catch a glimpse. You know, all these people that claim to not care about their music at all. were like, Oh dude, I was just going to come by and try to sneak a peek. Like, yeah, you totally don't care at all. You know, but they like, they block it off, so it's like you come around this corner, and then there's like the big reveal of the of the band sitting there. It's, uh, it was kind of cool, but like they were totally on the level, you know, just like guys. I don't know. It was it was fun. Did they did they cover your store in Fago? <laughs> no, no. That's I mean. That's like the first thing, you know, as soon as we announced it, it was probably the first comment, like, watch out for the Fago. Yeah, like, like no, wreck. that didn't happen at all. Like, like they they're enthusiastic, but like, they're not, you know, like their fans aren't so stupid that they're going to trash just like start damaging our store for no reason. Like, we're hosting the band that you're here to see. Like, why would you do that? You know? Well, years ago, I. Let's tear this place apart. Years ago, I. Snuck, <laughs> yeah, right. I snuck into. Thank you so much. <laughs> start knocking records off the shelves. Yeah, right. We really appreciate this. Yeah, no, it was cool. And then, like, afterward, I went to go get a beer across the street and ran into, like, a couple people that were there, and they were just like. You know, kind of, the, you know, as we're suggesting, they're like, dude, it was cool. Like, you know, they, uh, the uh, their, like, tour manager guy, Bill, 
uh, who was also real nice, he was just saying how, like, you know, it's kind of difficult to do things for that band because they sort of have, like, this stigma attached to them. And obviously the live show is a bit sloppy, you know, which is a venue owner, I would probably be a little bit wary. But, uh, but you know, these kids were talking, they're like, they haven't been here to, you know, do a signing in, like, seven or eight years. So it was, like, cool, you know, you guys did this and whatever. I don't know. That sounds like fun. Why not? Yeah, Unless, it was a good know, time. Yeah, there, is exactly. there, is Why there, not? Are there a lot of jokes? It's not like it's screwdriver or something, right. you know? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's fill the store with Nazis. It would be great. Oh, yeah, this will be great publicity. <laughs> well, They're very respectful. We'll, we'll put them by the Jackie Mason records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, um, you know, what was I going to say? Are there a lot of juggalos in Chicago? Is it a big turnout? Um, I think people came from all over. We were getting phone calls from people being like, I'm coming from two hours. I just want to make sure. Like, the gimmick was you, like, buy the CD, which was, like, nine bucks new. And then you get a wristband, which allowed you to get shit signed by them, you know. And uh, so, yeah, we had people calling up being like, I just want to make sure you have enough wristbands and CDs. I'm coming from, like, two and a half hours away, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they seem like big, um, big road trippers, the jugglers. I mean, it seems like a fun lifestyle. I would like to do that. I was going to go to, like, their festival-type thing a couple yeah. of years ago. It's like a blast. But they were like... Every- then I saw a review of it. They were chucking rocks at Method Man on stage, which I think is a crazy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just posted a, a YouTube of Illinois Nazis from the Blues Brothers <laughs> in the chat box. <laughs> Man, I hate Illinois Nazis. Yeah, they. Yeah, of course you hate them. Yeah, you have to. I've always loved you. <laughs> So, oh, the other questions I have, and of course, we're going back to my uh, solely research, which I just texted him. Hey, what should I ask Dave? <laughs> <laughs> this ought to be good. He told me to ask you how much money you made playing dice. <laughs> uh, I would say a cool $42. Ah, I see. You play dice on the streets, like in the alleys and stuff, or what is this? Uh, no, we have a mutual friend that has uh, introduced two different dice games into my world and my wife's world. So it's just like the ultimate like low-stakes party fun, you know? I see. And you get together uh, yeah, at someone's just... house, and you have a big dice game. Yeah, exactly. So two dice games. What kind of dice do you play? CeeLo? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe that would be like one of these games by another name. One of them is called Shut the Box. I don't okay. know if you're familiar with this, this one where you have like this wooden box with these numbers and you have to like, uh, based on what you roll, you have to like get these number combinations and like the lowest score wins. And then another one we just call threes where you roll five dice and then like threes equals zero. And again, the, the object is just to have the lowest score out of your dice circle. It's, <laughs> you know? it's, it's, it sounds to me like you just took the rules of darts and applied it to dice. Yes, there's a, there's the possibilities are li- are literally endless when it comes to Oh, dice. yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's like cards or something. You know, yeah. you can do like any sort of shit you want to think of that involves gambling. Yeah. You, know? you should make it interesting and play with like Dungeons and Dragons 12-sided die. Yeah, why not? You can play with anything. Well, just step it up to the 20-sided if you're going to do that. Ooh, I, didn't, high I, didn't, I didn't want to go there right off the bat. <laughs> you're trying to ease your way into the yeah. game? <laughs> just dipping my toes in the water, man. Yeah, we play this no. game, game called CeeLo and... Uh, you know, everyone throws in a dollar, and you think that's low stakes. And like Mr. King in the chat box is saying, you lost a hundred bucks to, to our co-host Pat Walsh playing dice for fun. In quotes, the it's uh, you know, if you roll four, five, six, you win the whole pot. If you roll one, two, three, you lose automatically. Okay. And then if you get like you know, then it's just like trips, whatever. Yeah, trip. Oh, okay, trip, okay. Yeah, this is like dice. the same thing. Where I mean, you get like. 
and then we have a thing where if like two people tie with the lowest number, you just like everybody throws in another buck. So you yep. start seeing like fives the and rules. tens in there. Like, uh oh. Yep. Then you're in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I want to play some dice right now. I'm down. Let's cut. We play poker after the show every uh, game. You play poker. You want to come over and play some poker? I yeah, that'd di- be great. I have dice too. Sometimes not enough people show up for poker and somebody whips out dice. <laughs> we start playing. Well, if we're talking about video games, I mean, you can play like Uno against people on Xbox Live, so we should probably consider creating some sort of um, indie game where you can just like roll dice with strangers over the internet. That would be free. <laughs> you do awesome. take the gambling aspect out of it, which would kind of ruin it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's too much uh, opportunity for people to cheat. Like, there's some nerd broke into the program and he's loading the dice. I'm not playing my ex- my Microsoft points away. My dad used to. Be, my dad used <laughs> Four, to five, be, six again. Can you believe it? Believe it? Oh, this wow. kid's unbelievable. Oh, man, <laughs> join me in uh, the uh, gold room. And, and, for, and according and to we'll him, boost. and according to him on the microphone, he says he fucked my mom last night. This kid's done it all. <laughs> He's done it all. <laughs> He's fucking. He's punk. a Renaissance man. <laughs> uh, oh, when I was talking about games, playing games on the uh, in the Facebook post, I wasn't t- going to talk to you about games. I was actually going to play a game with you. You want to play a game? Yeah, sure. All right. The game's simple enough. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called Crap Not Crap. I have a list of bands here, and I will uh, rattle them off, and you just tell me whether they're crap or not crap. Oh, okay. This is great. All right. Now, if you 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 know you don't have to qualify your answer. If you feel like you need to stop and uh, explain yourself, feel free. Okay. You're reading my mind here, but let's go. Okay. Ready? Here we go. There's uh, just uh, random bands. Crap or not crap. Here's Crap Not Crap with Dave. Bad Company. Oh, crap. I can't read my handwriting. Uh, <laughs> New York Dolls. Not crap. Metallica. Not crap. Foo Fighters. Crap. Deep Purple. Not crap. Rolling Stones. Crap. Wow. Ted Nugent. Oh, he is the crappiest. <laughs> <laughs> Stranglehold? <laughs> Forget about it. This is the problem. Like you have to do. You, do I separate the man's politics from uh, free for all? What do I do? Oh, uh, you know, well, I mean, I, either do, I. I don't know. His music is terrible. His music is terrible. That's good enough for me. Grand Funk Railroad. Crap. Foghat. I'll just say crap. I just don't <laughs> care about them like whatsoever. Right. You know. All right. Uh, the Sex Pistols. Not crap. Bob Dylan. I'll go. I have to be honest and say, crap. I do not. I do not like him. Yeah, I, I understand like his value and importance, but it just does not like move me in any way whatsoever. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm, I understand yeah. exactly. I, there's. I couldn't have explained it better. I know. And this is yeah. my. That's my new explanation for why I don't yeah, like him. And I Thank even you. revisited, yeah. pun intended, uh, some Bob <laughs> Dylan, and it's it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He's like actually a perfect example of, um, and this would be something that Stephen and I could probably talk about forever, but there are all sorts, like the Rolling Stones, I know you gave me a wow on that one, but it's just like, I don't know. No, I, I mean, I'm not like that. They have good songs, but like, yes. it's just as a kid, like my parents didn't listen to it. It just never like resonated with me. I'm not know? shocked. And that's why I put them on the lists because, uh, you know, so many people I know actively dislike them and so many people like you just don't care about them and they're, 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 they're those people are out there yeah i liked it's <laughs> not that anyone asked me um sod <laughs> oh not crap nice mod 
I'll have to say crap. USA for a for Billy. Like he actually um <laughs> he was I met him once selling merch for Brutal Truth and he was very cool. And uh, then, like, reached out to him to interview him because I loved SOD so much. And I know he has, like, this reputation for kind of being, like, a blowhard or, like, very opinion opinionated or whatever. But right. when he wrote me back, he was just like, no, thank you. And, you know, I was like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. And then, like, maybe a year later I tried again or maybe even, like, a third time down the road. And every time he was just like, no, thanks. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. all right, you know, he right. doesn't want to do it. Like, that's cool. Now, how about But that? they kind of took, like, the whole SOD thing and just, like, ran with it. And I don't know, like, any, like, guac. Or like any sort of gimmicky thing, like if the music isn't any good, then like the humor doesn't resonate, you know? Right. And what about that type of humor? I mean, back then it was a little different, but are they being serious when they have these, uh, you know, racist songs and stuff? Or is it tongue in cheek? I never uh, really understood. I think that like, I have one theory that like the rest of the band thought it was a joke, but Billy Milano probably didn't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no. It was, no, everybody was in on the joke okay. completely. That's actually one thing that, uh, I mean, I loved SOD, so of course I was like, I have a million nerdy questions. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about that at length. Um, and once you finally do your research for this interview, you'll be able to <laughs> you'll be able to know this. But uh, I'll do it next week. <laughs> no, but it was um, it was interesting because I felt like my parents were like you know pretty free with swearing and like kind of you know dirty humor or whatever. So like. Um, the SOD joke, like, I got it immediately. Like, when I first heard that, I was just like, okay, they, these guys are obviously just, like, going completely overboard and taking the piss, you know? Yeah. And then when Danny and I talked about it, he was just saying how, you know, at, you know, and I never, this would never even occur to me because I wasn't active in the scene at that point or, like, music or anything, but he was, like, at the time, you know, you had your Jello Biafros and, like, your MRR and everything who would kind of try to, you know, be a little, um, holier than thou and say like oh well you know certain things aren't appropriate maybe in the scene and just like the way danny put it he's like i don't know if people use the term pc back then but that's how they would act right and so the whole sod thing was basically just to completely like take the piss out of all of that like okay you know they want to talk about this like here you go you know <laughs> here's a big heaping spoonful of it for you and which is great you know i mean it could never come out today i wouldn't think i yeah i, I doubt it the album's 30 years old this year I is believe. it yeah wow yeah it's, uh yeah 85 yeah, yeah yeah all right how about adrenaline od um jeez i don't even really know anything about them Me neither. so i'll just say not crap because <laughs> they seem respected yeah i don't i haven't heard one freaking song by them i just put them in because <laughs> they had od at the end too and i think it's funny. <laughs> uh how about uh bad brains not crap Everly Brothers. Crap. <laughs> what a weird turn. I don't hate them, but again, like, you know, whatever. I don't go home and, like, throw on an Everly Brothers album, you know? Like, right. they have great voices. Very nice men. Okay. <laughs> they're they're nice, nice boys. <laughs> yeah, they seem very the, well adjusted. How about the Smothers Brothers? <laughs> Delightful chaps. Smothers Brothers? Not crap. <laughs> <laughs> Ghetto Boys. Not crap. Boz Skaggs. Not crap. Wow, Steely Dan. Not crap. Uh, you're one of those two. You and Soli get together and listen to your Steely Dan tapes at Reckless Records, and then you tell, do, tell the customers, <laughs> no, do, uh, you don't like it, get the hell out of here. set up, and we go back and forth. <laughs> right. You played Peg last week. No, I didn't. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Replacements. Not crap. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Not crap. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Not crap. Uh, the Dictators. Not crap. The Residents. The residents? Yeah. 
Oh, not crap. Talking Heads. Not crap. Beastie Boys. Not crap. Mott the Hoople. Oh, God, crap. <laughs> Where do you get these, these like wild it, turns? I know, like when it mixes up and it's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, my hesitations are mainly because I just like want a split second to like digest it, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. No, but feel that like one kind of threw me for a loop. But again, it's just like, who cares? You know, I don't know. You're doing great. Uh, Chatbox says Fugazi. Fugazi? Not crap. All right. Uh, Kiss. Crap. All right, you like the Insane Clown Posse, but not Kiss. Um, I would say I have respect for the Insane Clown Posse. I am familiar uh, with their music up until like a certain point, until like I basically outgrew the gimmick. You know, like you're more into that was the, the kind of weird thing is like I discovered them sort of like early on, and I remember like the turning point for me. This is uh, relating to the Insane Clown Posse again. Is going to just like a punk show one time and seeing a couple kids there like dressed up as the band, right. and I was just like, okay, this is like. Not any, like, I don't know, like, I'm just beyond this at this point, you know? And that's kind of like when the whole Juggalo thing sort of blew up. And I was just like, okay, you know, whatever, that's that's fine. But it just kind of like, I don't know, it just like that's where they lost me, kind of. But Kiss, just like, the songs aren't that good. But again, I think it's like I have friends that are, old, like, 10 years older than me that just love Kiss. But again, it's like of the times, you know? It's like I didn't grow up wondering what they looked like, <laughs> you know? I know what Gene Simmons' <laughs> face looks like. Yeah, like well, we all know now. And it's not, yeah, there's it's not no good. mystique and, you know, like, eh, Yeah, you weren't, you weren't there, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Who? I'll just say crap on The Who. Okay, Prince? Not crap. Pat Benatar? <laughs> crap. The, the Beatles? <laughs> Not crap. No, okay. Listen, you don't know how many people have crapped the Beatles. That's, all I, That's you know, interesting. You know, when we had a, a who do we have on? Larry Damore from Pegboy? Oh, okay, great. Uh, Pegboy, by the way. Crap or not crap? Oh, not crap. And uh, we had him and Steve Albini on the phone at the same time for some reason. And okay, too much, too much uh, more interesting people than me. But and, go and, on. And uh, you know, I said the Ramones, and Steve's like, "Why is that even on the list?" And Larry then crapped them. Not to be a wise ass, he sincerely crapped the Ramones. <laughs> so you never know what someone's answer will be. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank well, you. I mean, the Ramones. I mean, I would crap them. It's just what? like, okay, they have some. I don't know, again, I don't know, I wasn't there. I, I don't know. When I started listening to music on my own, it was just, like, straight into DSI. There was no, like, gradual, like, first I'm into Kiss, and now I'm into whatever. I don't know. Something a little heavier. It was just, like, I skipped all of that stuff. Like, wow. Nah. How, how old a yeah. guy are you? Can I ask you that? Yeah, yeah, 36. 36. Well, yeah, well, yeah. you're right in the Ramones kind of way. Uh, well, yeah. I yeah. Well, well. I mean, the funny thing is, growing up in the greater Chicago land and Northwest Indiana areas, we had like in the '90s, it was all about like the the pop punk, like Screeching Weasel and the Vindictives, and who all like worship the Ramones. Right. So, like, I get it, but I mean, I grew up on kind of like the people that worship the Ramones, you know? Yeah. Well, then. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> oh, you're a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, I have no... Listen, it's crap, not crap. I'm not here to judge you. Uh, Velvet Underground. Not crap. Uh, Lou Reed Solo. Crap. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth? Crap. Jethro Tull. Crap. Fleetwood Mac. 
Not crap, I would say. Right. <laughs> I think I've just heard them so much at work, it's been like beaten into my skull. Like, okay, these songs are pretty catchy, I guess. <laughs> but I can't get into like Stevie Nicks' whole witch vibe. That just, I don't know. Uh, Crocus. Crocus? Crap. What's your, what's your favorite Crocus tape? <laughs> Whichever one Junior likes. <laughs> uh, De La Soul. Not crap. Television. Um, see them, I'm just like completely unfamiliar with them, so I'll have to crap them. Okay, Gang of Four. Who is it? Gang of Four. Dan LaFour? I guess it's crap. I... Gang of Four. G- oh, Gang of Four, not crap. I'm sorry, I couldn't understand what you were saying. There. I'm like, man, I'm going to call up that uh, record store and have you fired if you, if you don't know Gang <laughs> Well, of that's kind of like a self-deprecating joke I kind of roll with on a daily basis, <laughs> is that I don't know like right. anything about like fog hat or like super obvious <laughs> things. I'm like, I have my areas of expertise yeah, here. Everyone does. I, I'm sorry, I had, a mouthful, <laughs> I had a mouthful of Budweiser when I asked you that. <laughs> Who's do? Not crap. The Clash. Not crap. Very polarizing, too. You, you know, a lot of people, it's like half and half. People hate them or love them. Really, yeah, he, really he, weird. Huh. he crapped the Ramones, so I would expect them not crap on the Clash. You never know. Blue Oyster Cult. Crap. King Crimson. Not crap. King Missile. Crap. King Diamond. Not crap. DD King. Not crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what I wrote here. Um, ben E. King. Who is it? Ben E. King? Yeah. Crap. Elvis. Crap. Iron Maiden. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on them. I'll just say not crap. Uh, Chavez? Familiar? Not crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Chavez. They're not crap. I like that kind of, you know, guitar rock thing. I can I can get down with that. I'm with you, Sebado. Not crap. Joe Walsh. Crap. Steven Soli. Oh. <laughs> Steven, not crap. Steven Soli's not crap. Uh, fake limbs. Not fake, crap. Fake limbs are great. I've had the pleasure <laughs> of seeing them live a few times. Amazing band. Uh, the Pretenders. Not crap. Misfits. Not crap. Danzig. Not crap. Sam, you talking the person Sam, or the band? <laughs> oh, no, well, the, uh, yeah, the, well, <laughs> the band Danzig. <laughs> not crap. Sam Hain? <laughs> Any not other? crap. All right. That's all I got. There's crap, not crap with Dave. Great. <laughs> nice job, Dave. Thank you Thank very you. much. Excellent job. And uh, yeah, man, go buy Dave's book. It's uh, called Perpetual Conversion. Am I correct? That is correct. 30 years and counting in the life of metal veteran Dan Lilker. You can get that at Handshake Incorporated uh, slash Bandcamp. Go to their merch page and buy his book. Immediately, because Dan Looker is an interesting character, and I'm sure his stories are uh, pretty amazing. Cool. Thanks, John. Yeah, thanks, man. Anything else uh, you want to say? Uh, you're also in a band called Chicago Thrash Ensemble. I don't know anything <laughs> yes, yep. about we it. We're playing, uh, playing our last show June 5th. We're finally uh, being taken off life support. All right, June 5th. Where are you guys playing? We have a lot uh, of Chicago listeners, believe it or not. So. People are, I'm sorry? We have a lot of Chicago listeners, believe it or not. Oh, okay, yeah, we're, uh, we're playing at the Mutiny, so it'll be free and uh, completely debaucherous, I'm sure. All right, there you go. Free show. Go see the Chicago Thrash Ensemble. Dave, thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Taking the time out, and uh, good luck with everything, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Thank All you, right. Dave. Oh, wait, Dave. I, yes, hello. Do you, uh, when you, after you go to the bathroom, do you uh, stand up to wipe or you remain seated? 
Oh, no, I stand up all the yeah, way. Yeah, baby. All right, there's Dave Hopper. He's a smart <laughs> man. He knows how to wipe his butt. And <laughs> hairdo's not happy. Thanks a lot, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, it, take it easy. Take care, man. There he goes. There's Dave Hoffer, author of Perpetual Conversion, the Dan Loker book. Go buy that on Bandcamp. Excellent. I like that guy. He was yeah, fun. He was fun. Yeah. Crapped some things I wasn't expecting, but... That's hey, why I love the game. Crap happens. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You know. I agree with them. This is why this is why I love crap, not crap, because the chat box explodes. Everyone starts hating each other. It's great. <laughs> no one knows what's happening. No I, one understands. You think you know someone, and you don't. You end up that it ends up that you don't. It's wonderful. I just uh, I just caught on to the fact that somebody put up a baseball card of Ron LaFour <laughs> or Dan LaFour, whatever when, his name When was. I said Gang of Four, you thought I said Ron LaFour? No, I think, I think he said Dan LaFour. That was it. <laughs> Is he the goalie for the Penguins? No, it was like fucking, apparently he played on, I don't know, some fucking... There was Guy LaFour was a hockey player. Yeah, this guy played on the Tigers, and it looks like it was a mid-70s card. He crapped Blue Oyster Cult, really? Did that happen? I didn't remember that. Amazing. Great interview. Soli just missed it. Sorry, Soli. We had a lot of fun in the last 45 minutes. Yes, we did. We have fun wherever we go. We can have fun at an insurance seminar. Eddie Balfour. Eddie Bells. Um, yeah, well, you know, I kind of screwed up the timing of this interview, too, and uh, I, Dave was nice enough to wait a half hour and call in at 8.30. So. He got to bone up on his crap, not crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I had other rap bands to ask him. And I, ah, fuck. Fuck that. Get him back on the horn. <laughs> I have a new question. It's NWA. And then, of course, you know, usually people say, not crap, and then you go through the solo. Solo, levels. yeah. I, well, I I don't know. Well, I, who's... There's, there's, well, Ice Cube's the Ice most Cube, successful Ice, solo artist. Ice, I don't know. Dre. Dre had... No, some, he only had, like, one good tape. But he had that one with Snoop Dogg that went fucking gigantic. That was on the film soundtrack for... Um, what's it called? Friday? No, 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 no. no. Um, Deep Cover. Deep Cover. Yeah. I love that song. We have to play that shit. <laughs> That's that, when they use thanks, the, thanks for humming that horn break for us. They use the Comptonizer on that. That's what I call that effects box. I tell you, I, I, I actually I like all the artists. And for me, I, even though Easy E's a little gruff or a little, you know, tight. I can't remember his solo album. Did he I, have one? I used to listen to that in our friend Mike's house around the block from here. And I used to piss in my pants laughing with him rapping to it. That's what made it oh, funny. He had a very distinctive voice. And uh, he, was good, he was good. But yeah, I mean, Easy does it. That's the name of the record. Uh, fucking, right. Yeah, you're right. That fucking album kicks ass. But I mean, Ice Cube is. Ice Cube's had major success, yeah. but I really think, as far as numbers are concerned, Dre has had the most success. And MC Yeller, I don't think he's ever done shit outside the group. Maybe he has, and I'm just missed it. Uh, I think Brad thinks that Yella is way underrated. I remember him telling me once, but I don't know. I don't see it. I, I like him, but every, every other every other rhyme is about him. It's him being a gangster and a villain. He likes to, <laughs> yeah. he always has the same rhyme. Well, every also time. on the Dre solo albums, that that one solo album, The Chronic, is good. But you could tell he's not a very good rapper at all. That's he's why like, he had guests. He tr- and he's you could hear it in his voice. He's trying to sound tougher than he is, and it's kind of irritating. Listen, I have a problem with all these groups. I mean, you know, Cypress Hill. Yeah, I mean, what, nobody's. No, when was the last time you whipped out your fucking <laughs> four or five and you went out blowing <laughs> shit up? Never. You're famous. They not only would they could they pick you out of a lineup in a general lineup. We know who you are, dude. Right. Like be real with his fucking fro and a nine foot blunt. I'm getting that guy out of a lineup every time. <laughs> yeah, you know who committed the crime? The guy from Cypress Hill. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's what I would tell the police. 
Listen, here's the tape. Exactly. Listen to this. He re- he confessed. It's on this tape. <laughs> he killed Officer O'Malley. He says it like th- every third song. <laughs> the cops are all in the precinct scratching their heads. I don't know. We're going to catch this guy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, maybe uh, Tommy Rockstar will be here. Who knows? Yeah, it's only an hour and 20, 80 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The way he texted me, I think something serious might be going on. I'm just guessing. He didn't right. say what it was, but he said he had to take care of something. So right, well. hopefully everything's fine, and uh, we'll see you and him and everyone else after the break. Thank you. Back after this. It's coming to you. After these words just... from our sponsor. We have no sponsor. Stony Brook Farms. I'm getting a... Oh, I see what I did wrong. I made a mistake. Made a huge mistake. You want to play something and then I'll... Or okay. Can you wait a second? Uh, I'll play something and then... Uh, well, I have the new Tyranny is Tyranny album. These guys are uh, from Chicago and they're like kind of metal. All right, because otherwise... And they have a new album. It's called The Rise of Disaster Capitalism. Here is Does It Explode on Live from the Barrage Radio Nope.
All right. That's Stolen Wallet by Minutes. Uh, wow, that ended abruptly. Before that, we heard uh, Kill Yourself by SOD. <laughs> and, uh, before that was Critical Mass by Nuclear Assault. And there you go. And before that was Tyranny is Tyranny with Does It Explode off the new record, uh, The Rise of Disaster Capitalism, which you can get somewhere. Thank you. Look it up. Google DRI and figure out what you're going to do. So the Rangers down to their last five minutes of the season, possibly. We're in big trouble. I feel good, though, because I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's going to be over. It's only beginning, Captain. Call, you're on the air. Hey, guys, this is former President Bill Clintron calling. <laughs> Hello, Mr. President. How are you? How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling in. Uh, it's the President of the United States, uh, former President Bill Clintron. What an honor. Well, hey, former President. Former, sorry. Soon to be First Lady. It, sorry, Mr. President. Whoa. How are you? I had some music hey. queued up there for you. Well, let me tell you something, John. Who's John, John Tushel-Hans? I got to tell you something. Yes. Your sandwiches program, I think, is exemplary for what the people of this country need to be doing, and I can't thank you enough. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, it's going well. Um, I just bought a bunch more sandwiches today. They were a little too large, and I've cut them all in half this afternoon and rewrapped them, and I will be distributing them tomorrow. Um, are they inside? Yes, and you may not have one. Consider me homeless. No. <laughs> I paid some money for those sandwiches. Well, you you cannot have a sandwich. That's <laughs> not the way it works. Well, I tell you what, um, you've inspired me to do my own uh, my own uh, GoFundMe. Uh, is that it's, right? Uh, yeah, it's very similar. It's uh, it, it, it's a program where young ladies can uh, bid to uh, sit on my lap. It's sort of like uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to. I, I probably already said too much, but it's a, it's sort of like a, an all-year-round Santa Claus situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> year-round Santa Claus. Interesting. Yeah. So what yeah, well, you know. You're going to have people bid, young ladies will bid, to sit on the lap of a former president, uh, namely you. That's exactly right, sir. And this is to benefit uh, what, which charity, Mr. President? Well, we're gonna we're gonna collect the money first, and then we'll uh, we'll figure out where it needs to go after that. <laughs> I see. I really don't want to. Uh, sounds kind of shady. I don't want to put the cart before the horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta admit, it sounds a little shady. I mean, if I was donating money to this cause, I'd kind of want to know what it was going to first. No, you don't think that people would want to know that? Well, you're uh, you're one of these conspiracy theorists, and you don't. Uh, you know, you don't really uh, understand that uh, a good-hearted person has a, has a good heart for the ass. All right. I, I mean, I get that. Uh, okay. You're asking us to trust you. I'm not asking you specifically. You're, uh, you're, you're a guy that wants to sit on my lap, but I'm asking <laughs> the young ladies of America to uh, pony up and uh, do the right thing. Now, no offense, Mr. President. With all due respect, uh, you've lied before. I mean, why should we believe you now? <laughs> and there he goes with that uh avoiding the tough questions maybe he just had trouble with his phone there's bill clintron the former president of the united states thank you bill clintron <laughs> there he goes what a man fantastic
All right. There he is. Mr. Pres Mr. President, thank you so much for calling in. And you can donate to, I would assume it would go to the Bill Clinton Foundation, or whatever that is. Oh! And that's a Ranger's goal. Put me up, buddy. <laughs> Tied it up. Mr. Mr. Clintron is a uh, good luck. Let's see. It looks like a long stretch pass. Bounced into the corner. Works it around. Hagelin? Out front. I didn't even see hey, what hey, happened hey, there. Hey. Who is that? Is that Haglin? Who is that? No, it's Kreider. Kreider right? took the shot, but who had? Oh, oh, St. Louis. Off the deflection. Was Lundqvist moving he was to, on the his way to the bench? He was on his way to the bench. Oh, my gosh. They were pulling the goalie in the process. And Lundqvist gets to celebrate the goal at center ice. That was That's weird. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That yeah, was Kreider. Oh, man. All right, so about time Kreider. someone stepped up there, and uh, Rangers are not done yet. Not done yet. Ah, that was good stuff. I uh, see. I wish I was at the garden right now. See what happens. Me and Mario show up, and all of a sudden uh, things start turning out. You know, yeah, you, can, you, saying, can, you can tell yourself that. Yeah, everyone keeps telling me I'm a jinx, and now you guys are supposed to be good luck. Whatever it is, as long as we win, I don't care. We're here. We're here. I'm not even on a mic. Yeah, I know because I don't understand what's happening. We gotta show up early and test these mics. I can't do it all. I can't promote the show, okay, prepare so for the show, get an interview ready, test all the home. equipment. Good night, everybody. Uh, yeah. Hold on. He's got three mics now. Here, you're, you're using this one now. Here, use this one. Oh my. Use a Ryan. Am I Pat? You're Ryan. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Way to slow down the show. I gotta. I don't know what's going on with that mixer. Something's something's up with that. Is that Conan's mixer that he left here. No, it's no, that's old, mine. It's an old one. I don't know how I got it. I oh, I know how I got it. It used to be at the old studio, and uh, Pat was going to toss it. So, Pat, if you're listening, uh, your Ross mixer is being put to uh, good use. Actually, not really, but <laughs> it's kind of like a side chain. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, thank you. Tommy has showed up. Mario has showed up. How are you guys doing? I heard you needed us, Captain. It was one nothing, and we rushed to the rescue. <laughs> that's right. Well. If this is another last-second goal, now I'm really going to throw something. I almost hope they lost. This game is over. We're going into overtime unless they have a repeat of what happened to you well, last time. Well, don't say that. Pee That's Wee what we're Hockey all 101. You play to the fucking whistle. Play to the whistle. Right. We're the other Chuchin Maroon, right, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we're here so late. I didn't know yeah. it would be a skeleton crew. How'd you guys do? What are you talking about? Great. We, the we, show's been going fantastic. It's like the good old days, just like when you were in high school hanging out in the locker room. <laughs> That's what I said. I said that Yeah, to except without the oral sex. <laughs> yeah, no, well... I said that to John, though. I was like, you know, you and I have been chit-chatting our lives away for the last 25 or 7 years or something. There's nothing different. <coughs> we no had a nice difference. interview with Mr. Dave Hoffer, who authored a book about Dan Lilkers from Nuclear Assault, and he was a, just a delightful man. He was a really Dan cool guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't, you know, he, he had really cool tastes in, like, punk rock and metal and stuff. I don't know about the crapping the stones and the Ramones, but other than that... Yeah, there's, you know, crap not crap is very uh, polarizing. You never know. And yeah. subjective, to say the yes. least. Yes. Mm. Where are you coming from, Tommy? I'm coming from uh, beautiful Brooklyn, New York. I'm actually uh, flying out to California on it's Sunday, so I got a lot of stuff to prepare. Jet setter. You're a jet setter. Yeah, man. I'm exhibiting at a big trade show out there in San Francisco. Is that right? Yes, sir. Mm. Which reminds me... What are you me, trading? Which wampums and you know, pelts, widgets. <laughs> Actually, fox pelts. No, we're doing. You know how we print live on site, so there's a big live on site yes event marketing summit going on over there. <laughs> All the big screen printers are, are yeah. having a summit. Exactly. Oh, that might have gone behind Lunk was back. 
Ooh. Uh-oh. No, it went hit the side of the Is net. Is this in real time? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's 24 seconds yeah. left. Yeah. Anything can happen. Which reminds me, uh, I should really go hit up uh, Conan Neutron and make plans to go see that mofo. Yeah, you should. Go out there and visit Conan, the uh, West Coast Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> right right now, Conan's like cringing in his car seat like, <laughs> fuck. Again, the puck is in our zone. Just get it out, boys. Sorry. It's out of the zone. Excuse me, if you don't like hockey, I really apologize. To the final seconds here. All right. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. Oh. Went in. Maybe we Four, will three, two, and we're going to overtime. Oh, say it yet. Oval team. All right. Oh, All right. Staying alive, baby. Oval Staying alive. Jeez. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you should go out there and visit Conan. What are you going to do? Uh, go see the Joshua Tree together? A little snoodle time? <laughs> That's pretty much it. No, I mean, uh, it's just nonstop business for me out there. Then a little bit of r and I'm going to go up to the Redwoods and uh, just chillax a little Again, bit. Again, you were there last time. What's <laughs> yeah. it with those Redwoods? He like, he's camping out in the trees to, for, so they don't cut them down. You like mm-hmm. to just stand around the wet Redwoods you feel at home because you're as tall as all of them? Yeah, it's, just, it's my home, you know? <laughs> and wide. Oh. Oh, Ooh, sorry. I'm only People joking. drive through your legs. They don't call By the way, lanky. I should mention now that you brought up Conan that uh, we have a new, the replay of the show will now be on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. If you missed this show. Eastern time? Eastern time. Great. I love it. You could tune into Radio Nope and hear the replay of this show I've at got 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. And then you could, what you could do is, I think it's 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> what you could do is uh, then you tune over to the, uh, the, the best show if you like to listen to that. Right. That, that's, that's, oh, we're going to go head to head with the best show. I like no, that. No, no, we're not going. We're anywhere. taking them down. I think there might be some overlap. Well, you could hear our show anytime by just hitting a catalog of shows, right, John? That still exists, doesn't it? Huh? You could hear our show anytime by. <laughs> yes, of course. Tuning, yes. Hitting the catalog, right? There's right, a, but people like to know when things are on radio. Well, this Nobody is actually. You want me not to announce it? This is great because. I'm not doing anything on Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. I think we should, uh, so to speak, test the market. I'm going to start announcing and pushing Tuesday night and following. Excellent idea. You know, see how people like work on that, you know? I like the way you think, Rockstar. Uh, you're mm-hmm. hired. Let's mm-hmm. do it. You're in charge. You're now put yourself in charge of promoting Tuesday nights. I, I'm on it. I'm the, Tuesday night guy. Yes. Why All is. Right. Why taken is, care of. See? Just like that. Oh, love it. Now, Everyone give me ten your ten dollars dues for the week. Oh yeah, I'm true. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Why is there a Mario Brothers hanging from a noose on my microphone? He's not hanging from a noose. He's floating uh, lo- and he's flying. It's a sign. He's- oh, he's levitating. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best place to time was around the head. I tried around the body. It's I, a metaphor I, for you, Mario. I was yeah. Cl- cleaning the barrage last night and I found a little le- Lego Mario. <laughs> And I hung him on your microphone for you. My daughter is watching Mario Brothers on demand, and she calls me over to hear the Mario song. Hey, Daddy, it's you. We were at Times Square tonight, and Mario would cost... You know, those those guys attack you when you're there with a kid. You have a five-year-old, you walk into Times Square. The guys in the costume? Oh, yeah. I mean, once it's Little Miss Kitty, Minnie Mouse. Uh, they don't have the real names. There's uh, uh, Bol- Boloff and... Uh, Ebola? Bo- Boloff, the guy from Frozen, and then uh, Cookie Manster. They don't have... <laughs> for legal reasons, they don't use their real names. Cookie Manster. And then it's like, come on, let me take a picture. Mario's yelling at me. Let me take one more. I'm saying, Mario, I took enough pictures with Miss Kitty and everybody else. Come on, one more. I'm saying, no more, Mario. <laughs> Miss Kitty. They attack you. Do not go to Times Square with children. I was down there tonight trying to sell mine, and it didn't work out. How about not go to Times Square at all? I was at an art show, and I don't want to take them to the big white way and have an ice cream cone. And I forgot why we had to move time slots. People go, I don't want to be against the best show. Who is the best show? 
It's they're not on our radio station, but it's a called lot of our, best show. A lot of our listeners, I think, listen to Some it. Some of our best friends might listen. What is to on it? So, not SOU. It's uh, on. Uh, no, it used to be on WFMU. Yeah. Now it's, FMU, that's it's Conan, not on that anymore. Is Conan making an att- attempt to divert listenership from the best show? Is this what you think is happening? I don't care. I'll go up against anybody. I was actually listening to Tom Sharpling episode earlier today, and uh, oh, yeah? you guys were talking about taking out chumps and all that. <laughs> Steamrolling chumps. That's it. That's yeah. It. I asked him if I was a chump to be steamrolled. I believe. I remember that. Yeah. And that, that's when he said I was funny. So you could all suck it. He was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. So we have we man. have one in the funny column. One in the funny <laughs> column. Yeah. Thanks. Just one. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Sully, if you weren't listening before, um, Dave stands to wipe. Thank yeah. you. That surprised me when he said that. What? That's when when uh, Sharpling said I was funny. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> the stand wipe bit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen. Tom Sharpling is very funny when he's not whining and complaining all the time. Yeah, he seemed a little bit of like a kind of a sour guy, but at the same time a really funny guy. So it's he's a real of, downer. Yeah. <laughs> no, on our show he's fine. No, he was good. I he was, don't know who. He's always these, crying. I don't know who Poor all me. these people are. Poor me. Who are all these people? I'm missing the Clash cover band tonight to be here with you guys. Oh. They're playing with Guns N' Roses cover band. I'll, I'll let you borrow my memory stick. It has all the Clash my albums f- on it. <laughs> my friend Carrie, I, I mean, he's not my friend. He's the guy who called in. I, I knew him when we were kids. He's actually lo- latched on to this band, and now he's down there promoting some cross-dating Jewish singles match as part of this class show. I don't even know. What's it called? I'm so straight, sorry I introduced them. Straight to J-Date? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, I have an update. We're not on at 8. Uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. That'll be drive time, baby. Oh, all right. We 5 p.m. Oh. Eastern time. So when the show is over, you could tune into your precious little guy while he whines about how he has no money. Dick and apple juice time. <laughs> Where is Pat? I miss Pat. Pat, I miss you. Come back, Pat. He'll be back. Yeah, uh, I didn't talk to Pat this week. Mary, well, I Mary, you been I drinking did, today? But, he had a breakdown, about didn't he? <laughs> what? Please. He had a breakdown, didn't he? It's all over. No. We don't know. We don't know. Pat is taking a break from the show. I That's it. Why do you have to be him. a dick all the time and do that shit? It's You're the guy. Name. You can't tell you anything because you have such a big mouth. How do you know my middle name? I, 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 you're the guy who, when we're call in Atlantic me. City, you call together. You call my wife and, and looking for me. Where are you? Oh. I thought this was John's cell phone. Yeah, I make some big <laughs> blunders. It's all, it's all innocent until somebody gets hurt. Yeah, well, when when he's when his his alibi is you, right? You know, get with it, bro. People tell me they don't tell me things because they know I can't stop talking about it. So the, I'm hanging out with this guy who actually openly cheats on his wife, and another guy who's what's his was name? Married when he was number. had kids when he was 13, and now has no wife and. Screws everything, but they're all pathetic. Who's that, Mario Mario no. from the Mario Brothers? And they're like looking at me incredulously that I, I can actually live a life that I don't have sex with anybody except one person. I mean, this is the world we live in. I don't believe you have sex with just the one person, period. <laughs> I think it's a zero. It's very little, but I do have sex with that one person. I thought person. you were a celibate yes. now. I'm celibate. Are we going to play the Mario game? Am I going to sing Are some songs? Are you drunk? Yeah, are you loaded, bro? I think Mario. I was perfectly sober. I took my children to an art show and went to Times Square. You don't sound well. I think I think he's sober up until the point he walks onto your property and then he starts downing beers. Drinking in my backyard. Get here and I, I have a little thing here. Just wait till you put the pool out. All of a sudden, you hear him like splashing around with his swimmies on. So who's this guy? Mr. King was calling on my behalf. Who am I? Who was it? I don't even get the reference. That's what I meant to say. I don't know anything. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What are you talking? Mr. Know King you- made a prank phone call. In oh, my name, yeah, that right? was on the show a long time Who ago. Who did he call? He called uh, Grant Cardone. Who is that? 
Exactly. He's Why a- am I calling? Chris? I don't even know him. Screaming into the mic again. I don't know. Dude, what the fuck? All right, can we move on? Uh, I don't know Grant? what. Uh, Grant Cardone is a. Uh, he's a. Um, he makes things happen. He's a power guy. He's a money guy. He's a motivational speaker. He's right? like a motivational guy. He wants you to be successful. And Tommy did that a long time ago? Mr. King. Mr. King did it, and he needed a name to you, so he just randomly picked your name out of a hat because it worked. Was it was recent, or he did it a long time oh, ago? Oh, this was about... It was a while ago. A while ago. And this is when I get it. I, last week, it was the first... This is Mario Asaro. Thank you, Mr. King. No matter <laughs> what you did. Mario Yeah, I have the whole call. You want to hear it? Yeah. No, I heard it the other day. It was, it was quite amusing. I, I think I... Listen in, Mario. It's a great day here at Grand Cardone's office. This is Ingrid. How may director call? Ingrid, how are you, sir? <laughs> I am good, and who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? This is Mario Asaro. I've never sounded so good. Mario Asaro. That just sounds like a... Oh, it sounds like it sounds like success is what that smells like. You know what I'm saying? That smells like it smells like 10x. I like it. That's the way you say it. You know, you say it with confidence. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what can I do for you, Mario? Well, I'm starting up this company. It's called Budding Giant. I set up a Facebook page today. I followed Grant Cardone because I love the man. I love the man. And uh, no, I just got, I got a thing on my Facebook that said, uh, keep calm, I'm all in, and it gave me this number. And here I am, because I'm all in. Sweet, okay, and... There's like no specifics. So this is on Facebook? I am on Facebook. Okay, and Grant told you... Wait, Grant said, I'm all in, and he gave you the number? I got a little picture here. It's got a chair that looks like an American flag. It says, keep calm, I'm all in. And it says, Grant Cardone, and it says, this number. Boom, baby, you know what I mean? Boom. Grant Cardone, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What happens then? I'm all in. Oh, okay. He's all in. Are you all in? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't have a choice not to be in. Exactly right. Exactly right. How is that? How how is it working for that 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 gentleman? It's a line. It's great. You know, it's very motivating. You come in, and oh, here we are. Okay, he's on his business page. If you're ready to get paid off big time, you have to go all in. I'm ready to get paid off big time. Twelve minutes ago, keep calm. I'm all in. Oh, I like that. It's awesome. Love it. Hey, before you do that, can you do a? Uh, I, I'm running a radio show. Can you do a quick station ID for me? Sure. Okay, if you can just say you're listening to live from the barrage. Live from the what is it barrage? Yeah, the barrage. And then at the end, you can say, "And I'm all in." I'm stealing that from Grant. I'm stealing that from Grant, but it's it's a thing. All right, go ahead. All right, so you're listening. What is it? You're listening live. Live from the barrage. Okay. And I'm all you're in. Listening. Sorry, you're sorry. Live from the barrage, and I'm all in. All right, one. More, I'm sorry. One more time. I screwed that up. I screwed that up. <laughs> you're listening live from the barrage, and I'm all in. You're all in. One more time. Let's do that one more time. You're listening live from the garage, and I'm all in. 
Yes, that is the sound of sweet success. All right, I'll, I'll stand by. I'll let you transfer me. I'm trying to do my best as I have a sales guy in, my back, in one corner of the ear the phone beeping in the other. <laughs> All right, I'll be, I'll be here. Just a moment, okay? All right. Okay. That's me hanging up right there. Fuck him. All right, there's Mr. King. There's Mr. King with this. Sounded so good. His, I, I love it. His prank phone call. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm gonna plug a different mic in here. We have a special guest in the studio. Oh man, I'm excited for this. Who could it be? I haven't seen this guy in ages. It's me, Mario. I'm on this mic. Are you on any? I'll have to vacate my spot for you. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, Ryan. Hi, How are Sorry you? Sorry I'm not here. <laughs> Ryan, who uh, wasn't going to be here, he was at the Wizard of Oz, is now here. Yeah, I actually didn't go tonight. Oh, you so didn't? I got stuck at work, and then uh, driving home on the hutch, there was a humongous accident, so I sat there for 45 minutes. Oh. So here I am. Welcome. I wasn't back. sure if I was going to come, and then... Uh, this story sounds really fishy. Well, what's, what doesn't sound right about it? I don't know. All sounds right. like you didn't plan on coming at all. I didn't. <laughs> Wizard of Oz is infectious. You can't stop singing those as songs. As soon as the uh, Rangers scored, I, I ran right over here. <laughs> it really is good luck. All right. Welcome, Red Hot Ryan Collison. I just had show. to make sure you didn't trim your beard. No. I have a feeling that's the real reason. There's no bathroom theory out there. That's the real reason. Never, why. never, never. Still as hairy right. as ever. The beard stays. Good, good. All right. Then we, then we have a chance. Let me get a look at you. <laughs> <laughs> me? His beard. Hello. I don't know what's up. There you go. What do you mean? Oh, for, uh, for some reason, my mic was sounding like it was off. Um, it might be because you have a mouthful of food. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not it. We're, we're that has like, nothing to do with audio. We're three-fifths beard over here. Yeah, we're, we're all beard. We're all in on the beard tip. Anyway, now the show's gone off the rails. We're, I don't know what happened. I what know are we what talking happened. about? We showed up. That's what happened. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of nervous because I didn't think Ryan was showing up, so I actually made a game including I made news. a game, too. I Did made really? a game, too. because yes, I, I didn't <laughs> oh make my. one. You didn't. I didn't. Well, why would I? Now we got three games. I'm not. Uh, battle of the games. What do we do? All right, let's play my game first because right. it only involves two people. I'm battle sorry, Ryan and Mario. I didn't think you'd be here. Can we play uh, teams? Um, With you're, your you're not going to get any answers. Okay. <laughs> only Tommy and Hairdo will know. How about if uh, either Mario? Ooh. How about if one of us actually gets one right, then we automatically win? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't like that at all. Bonus. I like it. No. We want to play. My, uh, you, you know, you guys play your games. I don't care. My okay. my game, we can play all, all five of us. Well, do you, right, do the let's game. play Tommy's game. No, no, no. Let's do John's first. We'll no, do let's do play you, yours. Do your game first, because i got to go to the bathroom. Battle let's. of the Network Games. <laughs> all right, do, yeah, do yours first, John, because mine's short. All right. But the game I had, because I was like, ah, what are we going to do? Right. We have, no, uh, we have no Ryan, and last week we didn't have a game. I said, well, it's just going to be me, Tommy, and Hairdo. And what does Tommy and Hairdo know about? They know about the remote. Oh, shit. So they will have to go head-to-head. Finish the Ramones lyric, which are oh, often shit. very oh, hard to hear. Oh, Fuck. shit. <laughs> what makes you think me and Ryan would not know anything about the Ramones? All right, you guys are back in. Hey, before we start, I just want to say a quick little add-on to that. I just recently read a story that's not in my news about the FBI doing a two-year-long investigation in the 60s. On the Ramones? No, on the song. Louis Louis. On Louie Louie, exactly. Oh, yeah. Trying to decipher what the lyrics were and spending all these... All resources and all this time on it and couldn't find out only to realize that the they could probably hit the copyright trademark patent office to, for the lyrics but like they thought there was all this obscure obscenity they're just it. nonsense lyrics right yeah 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 that's like this song exactly the lyrics don't mean anything but dude like Bobby Kennedy got involved and like it was a whole thing <laughs> it was really crazy uh, um, I want that lyric sheet <laughs> <laughs> 
That makes no sense. That's exactly what the report was saying. It's amazing. Oh, non sequitur. <coughs> Mr. King, do more prank calls in my name, please. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Guess the Ramones. Like, I'll just if you know it. Well, should we go around? Yeah. Uh, uh, I was gonna go uh, like Mike first, then Tom. Let's do that. Yeah, I but now there's four Ramones. people. No, I don't worry. I'm, I'm sitting out. Don't worry. I demand to sing Ramones. I'm the only one here who saw him live and gave him a D minus. Bull, bullshit. You don't know the lyrics to anything we've heard you sing Even songs. Even the better, John, my I think you might be giving up on Radio Gold here by not letting Mario play. I've uh, seen them over. Thir- I've seen them play. 13 times, so fuck you, Mario. I will let him play, but he's... How could you... Uh, you don't even know the lyrics so to your own... Mike? Why are you being so that's, mean? That's the beauty. You don't know the lyrics to your own rap song. Because you made it sound like you're the only person I made a song up. All right, let, 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 however you want to do it, I'm interested. Let's All right, go. here Let's we go. Finish the Ramones lyric. If you think you can, well, come on, man. Mike, you raise your hand. Shh. Let's dance? No. Fuck. If you think, think you, you can, can, well, come, come on, on man. man. I was a Green Beret in Vietnam. That's right. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> All right. Mike with a point. Yes. Somebody I clapping. thought it was I'll put you in a garbage can. <laughs> and he's clapping for himself. <laughs> Somebody keeps score here. And we're in overtime. All right. The next uh, lyric. They're forming in a straight line. They're going go through, through a, a tight, tight wind. wind. Operation Dateline. The line. kids are losing their Dateline. mind. Blitzkrieg Bob. No, no, you're right. I only was looking for one uh, line. You guys got it at the exact same time. I thought it was always like they're... I didn't know it was tight wind. Yeah. That's that night train's a mean wine. Going or tight wad. <laughs> Operation tight wind. <laughs> Operation it? mind crime. Someone give Ryan a pen. So you can okay. Write. Here we go. Jackie is a punk. Judy is a runt. They both went down to Berlin where they both got drunk. No. Got, they went down they to went Berlin. Berlin. To see the remote? No. That's see, something right. about funk. <laughs> no, where they both got drunk. Isn't that the line? No. Jackie is a punk. Judy is a run. They, they both went down to Berlin. Berlin. Uh, oh, to see the ice capades. Mm. I saw the ice capades. Mm. To see the ah. I'm going to give it to Hairdo. Nice. Uh, Hairdo, very good. You get a point. I'm going to give it to you. They both went down to Berlin, joined the ice uh, capades. Joined, joined the ice capades. It. That's right. Soli getting it. Uh, Dovey getting it. Very good. Everybody good? I'm thinking of verse three, Are I we guess. keeping score, someone? Three to one, Mike. Thank you, Ryan. Havana. Oh, oops. Well, it doesn't matter. Song Havana Affair. PT boat on the way to Havana. I used, used to, to make a living man picking the uh, banana. That's it. All right. Uh, Ty, give him both points. I knew that one. <laughs> I, when I wanted to, I messed that question up. I was going to ask what the first line was. Would you guys have gotten the first line? Yes. PT boat, you would have got that? Yes. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. Now I'm a guy for the CIA. Hey. Hooray for the USA. USA. All right. What is the first line to Today Your Love, Tomorrow the World by the Ramones? I'm in. No. I'm the I'm sharpest storm- shooter in a stupor. Yes, I am. I'm a stormtrooper in a stupor. Yes, I am. Oh yeah. Well, there's Mario. two. There's two versions of this now. You're all right. There's album a, version. Album version. I thought it was your. I'm a, no, stormtrooper would be a Star Wars reference. That <laughs> wouldn't make sense. Actually, you guys are both very close. What'd you say, Tom? You're a stormtrooper in a stupor. Yes, I am. And Mike said you're a sharpshooter in a yeah, stupor. Yes, I, I am. The lyric is, "I'm a shock trooper. Shock trooper uh, in a stupor. Yes, I am." You know what it is? Because I know the live version is much better. Not as much. I know it it's much better. It's tough because he sings. He's, a, he's such a marble mouth. Right. And he, he manipulates the the words to fit the song. And it's anybody it's who can rhyme. Brilliant. Massacre. <laughs> you know, like I, I love it, man. Love so it. nobody gets that one. Right. Here's another one. Gonna take a chance on her. One bullet in the cylinder. I, I, I know even... this. Hold on. I got to just play it in my head. 
Oh, what the fuck? It's on Leave It Home. Oh, what is this? I know it's this. from the song Glad to See You Go. Glad to see you. Gonna, gonna take a chance on her. No. One bullet in the cylinder. And, um, Don't tell me you're not drunk. I just do not believe it. It's all an act, my friend. It's I've all been an around act. a lot of drunk people, and I you're one of them. have the ability to turn it on Gonna take off. a chance on her. One bullet in the cylinder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know oh, yeah. it. I know, yeah, I know I it. It's not coming to me. Really? I can't believe you guys don't have the first part of that. I thought the second part of that line would be tough. Goodbye. And in a moment of passion, uh, get the glory like Charles Manson. There you go. No good. No point. Damn it. A nice Photoshop job, whoever just did that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what they put? With the Mario for the M with for the Ramones, the uh, Nintendo Mario. Oh, that's great. Very good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What is the, oh, yeah. what is the first um, lyric of Swallow My Pride? I hate that I'm going to swallow my pride. Yeah, I don't like that song at all. Uh, can you hum it, please? Swallow my pride. Oh shit! I know the song. Swallow my pride. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What the fuck is it? I'm not. I'm not great with this. This is not like my area. I knew it was gonna be tough. I didn't know. I was. I was kind of hope. Well, I'm. Yeah. I was surprised. I was hoping that you guys would surprise me and like know all the lyrics because I don't. I can't believe it. I've listened to every every one of these songs a thousand times and I don't know. I have a quick question. Is this sudden death? Okay. <laughs> Winter is here and it's going on two years. Swallow my oh, pride. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Eins, why drive here? They do their best. They do what they can. They get, get them, them ready. ready for, right. They get them ready for Vietnam. Next do one. Uh, do what they can. Get them ready for Vietnam. From, from, old, from old Hanoi to, to East, East Berlin. Berlin. Commando. No. We'll fight again. Involved again. Wow, hairdo. Oh, On the nose, right. involved again. I've never got that either. Excellent song, Commando. Nice. All right. Mighty adversary over here. All right, I gotta skip that one. <laughs> Some of the, I looked up like the lyrics, like all the Ramon songs. Some of them, like two lines, the whole song. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> all right. What's the first line to I just want to have something to do? Hanging out on Second Avenue, and what's the eating chicken, chicken vindaloo? vindaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just trying to get an isolated clip from us. <laughs> chicken vindaloo, it's so great! Point I like they time. write that and they're like, "This is this is a, a great idea." I love this. Score update is uh, Hairdo has five, Tommy has three. Oof! We gave both of them a point on that one. Uh, I gave that one to Tommy actually. Um, he did say it at the same time. Oh, he did get it. All right. Yeah. I, I'm not going to argue. I'll, I'll right. take it. Still I'll, take the lead. It. I'll take it. Who's got the lead? All right. Name uh, three things. The first person who can name three things that Joey Ramone is against. It. it. <laughs> yeah, it. What oh. doesn't he like in this song? What are some things that he doesn't like? I was going to go back and forth like a lightning round. But... All right. It. It. Um, <laughs> I don't like. Oh, you. Pins. Huh? Needles and pins. No, we're not naming the song. He doesn't even know I turned his mic off like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Am I still on? I don't like vegetables. No. All right, let's skip this one. He yeah. doesn't like a lot of things. He but doesn't get... like politics, communists, games, and fun. Oh, right, he doesn't right, like right. anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like Jesus freaks, circus geeks. 
We got it, and that's summer all that and spring. <laughs> he doesn't like anything. He's against it though. Water bugs. <laughs> There's money in the grocery store. I'm gonna get it all. <laughs> all right, let me see. Uh, what's the first line to rock and roll radio? Not rock and roll radio. Let's go. But the first. The oh verse. shit. Um, I'll give you the first. Do you remember Alan Freed? Freed. That's the second verse, I believe. No. Or the third verse. Lying in bed. No, that's the Do chorus. Do you remember? Hullabaloo? Yes. What else? John, uh, three, three more things. T-Rex, John Lennon. Do you remember Hullabaloo? Something, 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 and something, too. I, just can't, <laughs> I can't think of it now. Upbeat Mi- Shinding and Ed Up Sullivan, Shindig. too. Shindig. Right. I was going to say Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo is correct, Ryan. Yes, I point. win. You're the Game best. <laughs> you got one. All right, Jackie is a punk. Judy is a runt. They both went down to the something. Yeah. And mud bunk or some shit. <laughs> That's the hardest thing after he says those two things. Rangers are playing like it's the ice capades right now. I'm try- I'm t- That's the other thing that's distracting me a little Jackie bit. Is a punk. Um, they both got a uh, what yeah, is so it? close? Ooh, uh, you have everything except no for the cheating. place they went. The, the the mud club. That's right. Oh. Yes, I knew mud it. club also appearing in uh, the Talking Heads song. Uh, yes, yes. Time oh, of war time, right? I knew, I knew, I knew it. Mary, did you ever hang out at the mud club? I got off the stage. Some show. I was thrown off the stage. You had sex on stage at the mud club. The mud club was always supposed to be a hard place to get in, but. We seem to always get in. I don't know why. That and Danceterio. Joey obviously um, referencing that because they got got thrown out. Hmm. You have another one? Uh, Yeah. In the song Seven Eleven, where is Joey? Where did Joey see a girl standing? What was she? What machine was she standing by? The soda machine. Hmm. Slurpee machine. Nope. She was standing by a ice machine. Ice machine. No, a video game machine. Pinball machine. Pac Man. Nope. That's on a later album. I'm trying to think of yeah, what Yeah, it's it getting is. harder because I'm going later now. Right. And I'm trying to think. I mean, like I said, I, I'm very familiar with their it's entire like, catalog. Uh, I celebrate sure. the entire thing. <laughs> but uh, Obviously well, not. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. I can probably play most of them. I can, I can play most yeah. of them on the bass. More <laughs> That's than next I, week. Both of you guys are coming in with your bass bases. Off. <laughs> bass off. <laughs> that was my favorite John Travolta Nick Cage movie. <laughs> I watched that on a bus. Bass I, I watched that on a bus to Atlantic City with Colette. Battle of the Base Off. Oh, I thought that was in. Yeah. All right. He, she was standing by the Space Invaders. The Space Invaders. I, knew, I was going to say right. Galactica. Now, solely on the chat box saying Galaga, Spy Hunters, Marvel Madness, <laughs> Centipede. Love Spy Hunter. <laughs> Crazy Climber. Tron. Paperboy. <laughs> Food Fight. Burger Time. Red and the page. song Psychotherapy, he's a teenage what? Uh, oh, oh. Schizoid. Yeah, that's right. Schizoid. Yes. Point to hairdo. No, that was Tommy. Tommy. Oh, nice job, Tommy. Six four hairdo. Oh God. Yeah, catching up, Tommy. All right. Well, let's do like uh, lightning round. What is the score? Six four. We could do two more or three more. All right. Uh, complete the lyric. Ships are docking. Trains are landing. Planes are landing. Very good. Yeah. Um, All right. Tommy, catching up. Six five. Anymore? I got one more. It's getting close. This could end in a tie, everybody. Yeah. Which okay. would be okay with me. I would. I can. I can live with. We that. can go into overtime. This is from Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. Oh, my favorite song. 
If there's one thing that makes me sick, it's when someone tries, tries to, to hide behind, behind politics. politics. Yeah, that's a tie, I guess. <laughs> it's very good. You guys want to do uh, Give one more? All right. I don't have any more. Very good. Hairdo, you win. Thank you. Right, yeah. <laughs> nice job, Tommy. Drink. Actually, it ends in a tie. Does it? Yeah, just Tommy's, like the Rangers Tommy, and the Capitals. Tommy shot that one out first. He started earlier. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, I run my game the way I, I run it, buddy. I give it a hairdo. You go wins. watch The Wizard of Oz. You, you go watch show. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. That show was freaking fantastic. Well, I can't believe the I would like caliber to go. of talent that we to, have in our community. I just have to work at night. I, I don't mind going to kids' Ryan. plays. I yeah, enjoy the a, shows. This is community theater. It's not. A, it's not no a school play. Right. play, my friend. Good yeah, job. I would the, watch that. Good I job on the singing. game, John. Good job on the game. Thank you very much. I, I was tried. singing if I only had a heart all weekend. I'm no Ryan, but I did my best. So, Mario, it's hard, man. That's hard. It is. That's not easy. It is. And now my game transcends into the news, so I want to save that. So, Mario, if you have a game, let's do that next. No, I oh, we yeah! Oh. Oh. Good luck, Chooches. He's got chills. That's it. One game at a time. Yeah, Colette. You win next. You you win on Mother's Day, and then we come back to the Garden for Game Seven. Oh, that means I have to go, right, John? I have to go. It's my duty. Oh, I'm going to Game Seven. I don't care what you guys think. I'm a jinx. Are we I at Game Seven now? No. Well, if no, they like, win, if they, they have to win, they have to win three, two more in a row. Tonight was three. We it's, own overtime. It's 3-2 series okay, okay. right now. I won one. all Game 7s last year. And another one-point win. And Game 6 for Montreal has propelled us into the finals. And I went to the only Stanley Cup final game that we won. Wow. So don't tell me. I'm a go. jinx. Brad Weissenberger was with I, 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 The one thing, I don't understand, Mario, how you can be like, I'm only going to Game 7s. He like, only goes to Game 7s. You, uh, if you've been around as long as I have, I've been a partial season ticket holder for the... Who scored the that goal? Win. When you were not even a young man, sir. I don't know about that. They, the Rangers won the Stanley Cup, and they fought. What, in 1940? Rangers. Was that when you were talking about? <laughs> exactly now, right. Back when we had to ride the horseless carriage. Oh, man. Imagine we come back and beat them. I would be so happy, these piece of shit yep. fucking team. Like yeah. So this is this is what? This is on at the Garden, right? So yes. That's a great win. This is a great win at the Garden. Nice win at home. I still don't know who scored the last goal. I, can, I have a very small television. <laughs> Somebody so fill me in. McDonough. Ryan nice. McDonough. About time he redeemed himself for a really sloppy play this series and killing Matt Zuccarello with a slap shot to the face. Rangers, baby. And almost killing Henrik Lundqvist with a puck to the neck. <laughs> Why are they dropping the puck again? Oh, these are different. <laughs> they went to the Calgary game and we almost killed ourselves. It's a double header. All right, what are we doing next, Mario's fellas? game. We got a game or no? I had a, I told John compile some songs. Right, you know what? Do, this is the per this is the perfect game for you because you you you're all weird. Here, pick Great. one. I love it. Guess oh, what Mario's singing. All right, Ryan, you ready? You inspired this game. Shut up. Who's 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 got the Siri going? Hey, Siri. I don't know what she wanted. All right, Mario, explain the game to us if you're going to give a game. Yeah, explain come on. It. What's up? You know the game. I'm going to sing an old game. classic lyrics, and you have to tell me the song. This comes up, this are, these, are these homemade lyrics by you, or are these yeah, the actual lyrics? I'm going to try to sing Look, the song as I best can remember. Let me explain the game to you in a, in a serious a human, manner. A human sense. Thank you. Uh, hide, hide your cards. Uh, I've, given, I've given Mario a bunch of songs. He has not seen the titles until just now, and he, we will attempt to guess what he's singing. Well, I know the answers already, so I will not guess. You guys will attempt to guess what he's singing based on his horrible 
you know, renditions and memory <laughs> of what a- the song is like. You, you could tell by the way I m- wear my pants. I'm a disco man. And I like to dance. It's time to it's dance. It's that game. Thank you. This is a classic Mario what if I game. I don't know the song. Well, then you know. could throw it out. You make it up. Don't tell me you don't know more than one song. If you don't know it, just make it up. Exactly. I knew you might know a couple. Not know a couple. Oh, so Fine. John, you you wrote these songs. I wrote them. Now, I see what's happening. Right. Okay, okay, I understand. I was gonna say, how does he not know the song? It's his game. But I, I got it. I Arson got it. Smith saying two princes. <laughs> Ryan, you see how we cover your butt? <laughs> yeah, you're looking out for me. Three games, baby. All, All right. right, are we ready? So, what's your first choice, Mario? What's the All first right. one you picked out of a hat? Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Let's go, fucking Rangers! Thank you. Walking through jo- tigers and lilies abounding. Rumble Where in the, the jungle, jungle by Jethro Tull. Wrong. That is Keep correct. singing, Mario. No, Keep singing. not the right title. Keep singing, Mario. Bungle in the jungle. There you go. Ryan's right. got it. Ryan was on point. That's what, look, look at the paper. That's what I wrote first and, and changed it because I was like, no, wait a second. It's bungle. <laughs> it's a bungle in the jungle. It's all right by me. I'm a tiger when I want love. I'm a snake when we disagree. I'm going to get a fucking zero on this. <laughs> Johnny, you keep it safe. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yes, Mario has one. Nah, nah, nah. Hi, monkey. Nah, 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 stop. Ah, forget Sing it. Sing more, monkey. <laughs> no, come on. Keep going. I can't do it. Start I me up. I say the title. It is Start Me Up. No, I know it. I said you can't sing Start Me Up. Wait, that was another one? Oh. No, no, no. That was, wait, wait. That was supposed to be Start Me Up. <laughs> You're going to be fucking kidding me. I love it. Holy shit. Right, give me a third one. <laughs> All right. Well, one, I, by the way, one of the most famous rock songs ever written or recorded. You, oh, my God. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You can start me up, but I can't say the title. <laughs> can't say the title. How do you not love this game? All right, keep going. I, I can think of a few reasons. Because I'm right, not good at it so far. Fast. Well, let's hear it. Here's a new All one. Right. New track. We're not on Start Me Up Running anymore. as fast as he can. Iron Man. <laughs> Very good. Yes, it is. Mike's got a point. Right, Mike and Ryan no tied with one each other. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he'd pull something like that out. <laughs> that, that lyric is not correct, by the way, but it's, that's the best part of this game. No, that, that's one of the lyrics oh, later can, in the song. Running as fast, fast as, as he can. can. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I don't believe it. He tries to cram too many words in. It's one of those Joey Ramone esque oh, lyrics. Right, you're right. I know. As fast as he, yeah, he sticks all as those fast syllables. as he can. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Massacre. <laughs> Sausage. All right, let's go with a new song, Mario. Number four. Mario throwing out titles. He doesn't know any of these songs. He doesn't know Start Me Up. He has to skip because if he doesn't know it totally, he can't sing anything. Call Me Maybe. That's a new song. By the association. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Mario. All right. I got to say the title. Oh, it's running as fast as they can because Iron Man's chasing all the people. Right. But I was just trying to say they crammed too much. I guess I took a cue from Mario, but I, they, he crams too many fucking lyrics into think, that one line. I think Iron Man moves really slow in my mind. Like I picture him like lumbering right. through the town, like, well, kind of like uh, Frankenstein from like, the Tonto you, Frankenstein, like and, Dan uh, Wilker. <laughs> Dan Wilker's Iron Man lumbering as fast as they can. <laughs> By the way, real quick, did you get Dan Wilker a call in during the guest? No, I could have, but I didn't. Okay, I, I didn't think we would. I thought it would be like a little right, awkward. this game is over. No, you don't have another song? Come on, Mary. You I really can't do any of these songs. Let me see these well, lists. Ryan and I, I will come back another week. I will pick songs that I know I could butcher that I actually know more than just... There's the no songs. You know, how do you not know Space Trucking? I got, uh, come on! 
Come on! Space, <laughs> space trucking. How do you not know? Baby, don't yeah. fear the Give it to him. Bro. Tommy, look yeah. at this, this one. This is the best to stay. Look at this Can one. Mara, sing that song he's, right now. He's, I'm back in black. <laughs> Jack. Running all over the I, I happened to see it. from. I, I saw the title from here, and I know he's not right. He's not even close. He's throwing you off. Yeah, yeah, Mario, Mario do your best on this one. Right, I'm not looking. Go. Riding on a, I can say the title. Go ahead, go ahead. Say the title if you want. I just want to hear you say it. Because I'm riding on a crazy train. A crazy train by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> what else? That's it? That's what you got? I have nothing. Out of all those, Mario, really? Listen, I will come back in six weeks with my own song catalog. You know, yeah, we sing, have sh- the, sing this one. There's no game anymore. Just say the title if you want. That's a Kiss song, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. All I know is the title. Sing Detroit it. Rock City. <laughs> I know rock and rock in Detroit City. <laughs> I think they only say Detroit Rock City one time. Yeah. You know, the, the game is incidental. It's all. <laughs> I, I got to give John credit for like trying to assume that Mario would know these. Songs. I'm like, he's got to know this. this. Fool for the city. What the hell is that? It's fog hat. I knew, you would sk- I knew you wouldn't get that. What was the, what was the title of it? Fool's for the city. Fools for the oh, God. <laughs> Right. If you put the association right, in there, Ryan would have gotten wait, it. Wait, there's right. one song you can't guess, and I'll sing it for you now. There we go. Uh, he's a low down uptown drunken bum who stole my money. Yeah, he stole my money. All I had, that dirty cad, stole my money. Stole my money by the association. Uh, that's the song that I made up when I was 12 years old. That dirty cad, all I had, stole my money. Thought it was going to be a hit. You want people money. in the chat box asking people in the chat box asking you to do the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, Mary, wait a minute, time out. How much of the Star Spangled Banner do you think you could recite? Well, tell me the first line. You don't have to sing. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> You're What's it? Tell out. Me the first line, really. Mary, wait. I oh, oh say. Oh yeah, that's the one. Jose can Yeah, that's the one. The most that's popular song. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a standard. Go for it, Mary. Try. Jose, can Jose. you see? By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hail by the twilight's last gleaming. Whose bright stars and bright stripes <laughs> were so gallantly <laughs> waving? Your neighbors are you home. doing stick? Early he's one. He's one person. He's one line off from the melody. It's so weird. Keep going. I want to hear the rest. Ooh, I couldn't do that if I tried. Home of the brave. Now, how many uh, baseball games and hockey and games have you been to in your life? <laughs> of the free. What an atrocity. You totally just got those two lines backwards. I'm moving to, moving to Russia immediately. That was awful. I'm, I'm now an Ivan Drago fan. <laughs> God, that was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. They should get you to sing at the Rangers games from now on since they fired John, John uh, Amarante. What about Take Me Out to the Ball Game? You know that one? No. I know it in Spanish. <laughs> what? I oh, know. 
Tatum. I, I know all of David Lee Roth's human smile in Spanish. All right, Tom. Thank you, Mario. Excellent. There's the uh, there's the try to guess what Mario's singing game. I'll be and back we, in Everyone six loves weeks. it. <laughs> all right, you ready for this game? All right. All right. What do you I, got, Tom? I have Tommy? pieces of paper in front of me. Tommy handing out pieces of paper. This is game number three of the night, yeah. and they, these are going great, nice and fast. And after this, we'll do the news and get the fuck out of here. Sounds great. Let's go, Rangers. <laughs> All right, what's the game, Tom? What All is right. this? What, what am I looking at? Uh, my name is uh, Tommy Collison, and tonight's game is Guess Which News Story Isn't Real. Ah, there's a list of many news stories on here, and there's only one that's false? Well, actually, I'll, so there's probably about ten on here, and three of them are false, okay? Oh. So you guys have to guess which of the three, which of the ten, which three are false, Okay. And uh, I'm trying to think of the best way we should do this. What do you guys think? Ryan, you're the game expert. I think we should have to circle, circle them and hand, circle them, back them, and hand them back to me. Okay, I think that's best. So, so do we have a pen or a marker that it, we can pass around? John's going to hand out pens right now. I am? Yeah. This is like an old Stern bit, by the way. Is it? <laughs> well, they used to play this thing on Stern called the Mike Walker game. And Mike Walker would come on. It, was, it started to get really annoying towards the end. Mike Walker was a guy who wrote for the Inquirer. And, right. you know, they're all the fake story because he works for the fucking Inquirer. But he would come on with a list of stories, and you'd have to pick the fake one. They would bet money on it and stuff. Oh, yeah. I see. But I anyway, see. Uh, that's, I digress. Let's play the game. Fuck him. All right, so I'm going to start <laughs> I'm gonna start by reading the actual title so the audience can understand what we have in front of us. Unless, Ryan, do you want to? No, Ryan, you're playing, so I, you want to do it? I brought my own yeah, marker. No, I'm playing. Okay. Do you have a pen? Everyone, Everyone got a pen? I have one. I, okay. could, I need one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the uh, the the story headlines and you guys are gonna decide which three of these are not real. Okay. All right. I have to mark these off here. You circle them or whatever you think is is fake. All right. The first one is Florida man attempts to cash three hundred and sixty eight billion dollar check. Okay. Okay. The second one is woman in wheelchair with no legs wins treadmill on Price is Right. She better have no legs. She's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> That's right. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> no treadmill for you, dummy. The third one, the third headline is, family home destroyed by orgy it rented out on Airbnb. Uh, the fourth one is, drunk basketball player breaks penis in locker room incident. I've had it happen. <laughs> really? I'd like to hear that story. I've been a victim of this exact... I'm surprised you haven't told that on the air yet. If I broke my wiener, that'd be the first thing. I'm like, come with guns blaze and show one. Guess oh, what happened to me? Right. I wanted to wait till it healed before I told the story. Yeah, give, give me another four weeks. I'll get it out of the cast. And then <laughs> we'll, we'll tell, tell the tale. I definitely want to hear that one. Uh, the next one is bar owner charged with manslaughter for letting customer take 56 shots of alcohol. Shots, shots, shots. No, wait. You skipped one. Oh, there's, oh yeah, sorry. And the other one is couple faces 15 years in prison for having sex on beach. Yo, 56. It's just one drink. <laughs> Another one is video shows. Seems harsh. Video shows Robert Durst peeing on CVS candy counter. <laughs> Fuck this candy. <laughs> I'm Robert Durst. Uh, the next one is man throws cat on roof, lands on mailman's head. The next one is parent. Why, why was the mailman on the roof? <laughs> 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 Apparently he was walking around. <laughs> the mail slots on my roof, asshole. <laughs> Have fun. He's playing. He's playing Santa Claus. He's throwing the mail down. Merry the Christmas, chimney. <laughs> the the next one is uh, parents bribe teens with cocaine to get them to do chores. That would have worked for me. <laughs> you hear that, Ma? Snort up, Johnny. Mow the fucking lawn. Hey, Ma. What do they give me? 
Uh, the next one is local man steals cop car, drives into Walmart. All right. Someone steals a cop car and drives it straight into a Walmart. Okay. The next one is grandmother finds free bag of cocaine in her granola bar. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Grandma. The next one is Queen's Pizzeria serves hot slices with a side of cocaine. Lots of cocaine in the news this week. And then finally, naked woman arrested for masturbating on top of moving car. All right. All right. I so think I have my three choices. Ryan just handed me back. He's going to double checking. Mario, which oh, of the three? Oh, I have to hand this to you? Yeah. You guys want to circle the three that you think are fake. All right. That's what I did. Okay. Thank you, John. Well, well, a lot of these stories, uh, and I'm glad everyone kept their oh. mouths shut. Oh, shit. John, write your name on this one. Oh. What's going on? Right. You knew some I'm, of these stories. I'm glad everyone uh, kept their mouth shut. Is, uh, yes, I've read uh, multiple stories of these, so I know that some oh. of them are at least true, according to the media. That's right. John's up on the news. <laughs> All right, Hardy, what do you think? I'm almost done. Hold on. All right, take your time. Let me just do, review the homework here for a second. I don't know. I'm taking a fucking shot in the dark here. That, that crossed out one, I believe, we is all true. Are. I'm not very confident. I think I'll go two out of three. Let's go, Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. Fucking Rangers. Let's... Go All right. And the results are... Very good, very good, very good. So first I want to state that uh, after reading the reports from all four of you, not one of you got all three right. Wow, see, I, I know. Which goes to show how crazy the news is. Did you switch up that pizza thing so it was false, but it was kind of the... Uh, okay. They're, they're, either, they're either totally legit headlines right. or okay. made got, out of my ass. Gotcha. All right. Now, some of you, though, <laughs> did get some right. All right, so... Let's start with Mario. When I bend over, scream into my ass. What do I? (laughs) (laughs) Mario's three choices were: drunk basketball player breaks penis in locker room. Video shows Robert Durst peeing at CVS candy counter. Everyone knows that's true. It's, it's been all over the news. I, I saw Robert it today. Durst. Who's Robert Durst? He's he, Durst? He wrote "Start Me Up" by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Start me up. He's Fred Durst's Ow. cousin. And then he also chose Grandmother Finds Free Bag of Cocaine in Her Granola Bar. Of the three, the only one that was fake, Mario, was Drunk Basketball Player Breaks Penis in Locker Room. You can't break a penis. It's got no bone. Bullshit. Dennis Rodman did it. It's it's cartilage in it. You can fracture it. So Mario's true? Yeah. Well, no, no, no that's, that's a false story, but it can be, it can yeah, happen. Right. Anaheim, Calgary, already the same score as the Rangers game in the first period, Dovey pointing out, and that's the frustration of watching these other teams right. score a thousand goals. So I while got we, one so right. You got so one right. Mario gets one point. All right. Anybody have a light? No. Yeah, yeah. Light right here, right here. Okay, next up is John. John also wrote, drunk basketball player breaks penis in the locker room, which is fake. Very that's good. right. I got one for one so far. Give it to me, baby. Then he wrote, parents bribe their teens with cocaine to get them to do chores. And he also wrote, naked woman arrested for masturbating on top of a car. Sadly, right. both of those stories are true. Oh, <laughs> man. So I only got one? You got one. You're tied with Mario. That naked woman. I, Thanks I, a lot, naked lady. I don't use cocaine, but I use pixie sticks. And here's the best. I, I plan to go to cocaine as soon as she gets older. <laughs> here's the best part. Jesus Christ. All, all these real ones, we're going to read through them real quick, so they're actual stories to back them up. And then Ryan got, let's see, he said, drunk basketball play, player breaks penis in the locker room, so you get one point, Ryan. Very good. Then he said, 
bar owner charged with manslaughter for letting customer take 56 shots. And he also wrote, parents bribe teens with cocaine to get them to do chores. Now, we know that one's true. So is the bar owner one true? Is it? It is true. What what's about the, the one what, I crossed out? What's that the bar owner be, one? That one's Which one did you cross out? Show me. The man throwing the cat off the roof. Yeah, that's totally bullshit. Fuck! <laughs> nice. I'm, 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 nice, nice, nice! I didn't even see that one. All right. Someone now. threw a cat off a roof? <laughs> no. It on a mailman's <laughs> that's, head. It's made up. So now here we got to hairdo. Ah, shit, I skipped that one. We got to hairdo. And he wrote, man throws cat off roof, lands <laughs> a mailman's head. So that's fake. One point for hairdo. And then he wrote, women in, woman in, no, then he writes, grandmother finds free bag of cocaine in her that's, granola bar. That's true. I know that one. That's a true story. Okay, I wasn't, uh, the granola bar kind of threw me. I, right. I was like, ah, it's because why would it just be in the one package and not the entire I actually one? saw packages. that story, right. so right. I knew that I was, thought it would be, a, it would, there would be a, like a problem in the factory and they would go to more they than all, one. Yeah, all, yeah you they guys, all when I wake up in the morning, I type into Google, cocaine news. <laughs> that's how I get my news. Man, that's I my re- favorite Glenn Fry song. <laughs> <laughs> With those cocaine news. And then finally, hairdo. Now this could be for the win because everyone's got a point. Is women in wheelchair with no legs wins treadmill on Price is Right? That's true. That is true. That's I a true that story, story, my friend. So everybody ties. I, I you know why? I'm gonna, you know why I picked that? Because you have to go up a flight of stairs to get onto the stage at the, at the Price is Right. And I thought for sure. And watch the video and see how they she gets the slide on down. Right? No, no. I, but I thought that's why I was like, I think this is bullshit, right, and right. I have to. I'm just giving my reasoning, reasoning behind yeah, it. Yeah. So now we all tied. Yeah, and you're all winners. You're all the best around. Right, That's great. the end of that game. This is the lame. Ryan, we need so, your we need you back. Collectively, collectively, we all picked the three stories out, just not one individual. Yes, exactly. Person. So good job. All right, good from job. now on, everyone run their bits by me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, was, just I thought it was good. No, it was good, but it's it's whatever. It's another Tommy's yeah. bullshit. Detector. Very good, Tommy. I like it. I like it. And begin. Now, I also like this way we could have planned out not to butt two news things up to, against right. each other. But hey, here we are. Let's do it. <laughs> well, actually, are you interested in game shows or not? I did. I did this on purpose because one, I realized there was such an onslaught of crazy news this week that I kind of wanted to. Have a joke with that. And right. two, I wanted to segue into the news. I see. All right. You have a plan. I yes, like sir. it. Sir, yes, sir. A man with a plan. Non breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. Here's right. the news with Tommy Rockstar. All right. This one's out of Jacksonville, Florida. We're going to go with those headlines. A man named. It's J- always Florida. It's always Florida. <laughs> Honestly, I've got like 10 stories here, and like seven of them are from Florida. All right. Do three. Okay. <laughs> A man named Jeff Waters walked into a Bank of America Monday morning and attempted to cash a check for $368 billion. That's a lot of money. The check, which Waters had written out to cash, was reportedly from the U.S. Bank of Idaho and issued in the 1990s. Tellers at the Jacksonville Bank were immediately suspicious when Waters explained to the bank officials a homeless man named Tito sold him the blank check several months ago for $100 in cash. <laughs> I'm going to give you $358 billion for 100 bucks. <laughs> you, yeah, you'd think you'd do like... Like, you know, just hedge your bet a little and like go for like a who 750. Bu- who, who buys checks off a homeless guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to be the dumbest piece of shit on the planet. I'm, I've been charging them checks for sandwiches this whole time. <laughs> they just <laughs> hand them over. Yes, yes, yes I will this? take a check. Why, thank you. <laughs> to whom should I make it out, sir? They say to me. They call me cash. (laughs) Harry, I'll make you a deal. I'll give you a check that can be written out to any amount if you give me a hundred (laughs) bucks. Okay. And the, Tito told Walters that the check w- would clear for any amount when written. <laughs> Tito. But Tito told me you, that it was okay. You have to go to the phone. Hey. What? 
<laughs> Sounds like a, oh, there we go. I don't know. It went down. Uh, you, but you have to go to the homeless bank. You can't right, go to right. regular like Bank of America. Homeless bank only. <laughs> Water stated that he wanted the three hundred and sixty-eight billion dollars to start an Italian restaurant, saying it's always been a dream of mine to open the best Italian restaurant in the world. I'm ten percent Italian, so cooking authentic food is in my blood. Ten percent, give me on you. The man continues saying, "Bottle of red, <laughs> bottle of white, whatever kind of mood you're in tonight." That's what this guy sounds like. <laughs> it's really not my fault, but I really have nothing to do with it. I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> the man continues said, "Quote: I had a plan to make, and this is an actual quote, the restaurant." 80 million square feet and able to accommodate roughly 30 million eaters at once. <laughs> what happens when you have to I'm an in. Uh, What happens if you have to send something back? Like how long do you wait for? <laughs> Sorry, you're number 27 million on the list. Uh, we'll seat you in a minute. Like, you know, what the fuck? This guy was now, obvious, obviously fucked up guy. He said, pl- he continued to say, plus... You it can't was- curse on the news, Walter Cronkite. Sorry. What's wrong with you? He, said, he continued on to say, plus it was totally going to be underwater so people could look at sharks while they ate. <laughs> that was my idea, underwater restaurant. Fuck him. But the bank wouldn't give me my money they owed me. Tito said the check was good for any amount that I wanted, so blame Tito not me. I'm innocent as a schoolgirl. <laughs> Listen, you gotta find Gee, Tito. That's, that, that's creepy. Yeah. Ten yeah. percent is innocent. First the pizza contest, now this. In addition to a forgery count, Waters was charged with unlawfully carrying Chinese throwing stars and possessing, possessing bath salts. This guy's oh, this dude rules. He's got fucking Chinese stars on him, and he's cashing a billion dollars. I, I swore to God in fourth grade that I'd grow up to be an adult that carried ninja stars and nunchucks around. Dude, I was on Amazon the other day, and I saw a grappling hook for twenty bucks and I just seriously stopped and stared at the screen for five minutes. No, you should buy it and we're going to have you grapple up the side of my house <laughs> and we're going to watch that m- mess. I love when we were kids. That's going to be the game next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy goes over the, the side wall, the Make, house foundation would tilt. Make it over the wall. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, I used to like read all these like martial arts magazines and we used to fantasize about grappling hooks. But the funny, is, funny, part, thing, the funny part is is that back then, even at like 12 years old, I couldn't lift myself up like three feet off the ground. How the yeah. hell was I going to use a grappling hook? I never had to climb the rope. Did they have that in gym class when you were a lad, yeah. Mario? Fuck that. Yes, we climbed. I, I, we I, I barely participated in phys ed. Yeah. I, I really did. A, I did nothing. It got to the point where my gym teacher said, if you make five layups today, I'll let you out of the class. I'm like, all right, you got it. <laughs> 45 minutes. Four, I was going to say 40 minutes later, I'm still at it. <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, I was going to say, I got to go to math. All of a sudden, you turn into Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and you heard, get out of class. You're like you're going behind the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Harlem Globetrotter song I'm, starts going. I'm bounce passing with the teacher. I'm going up for fucking rim. <laughs> all right, so here's this next story. It says, this one's out of California. Danielle Perez, a woman in a wheelchair who made it onto the Price is Right game show last Tuesday, made it onto the show only to scoop up a brand new treadmill. According to TRNN reports, Ms. Perez, who lost her legs in a 2004 accident, says the show edited out out the audience awkward silence reaction (laughs) after the show's hostess rolled out a brand new running treadmill. But to be fair to, to the show, the the the, the, the uh, gifts are predetermined, right? 
you know, they don't know. Yeah, but they should yeah. be able to do it on to, the to a swap out. You, like don't act, you don't actually even get the gift. You actually you get, just get the money value. Well, you have the option to really? take the money. That's what uh, a friend of mine said. His buddy went on the show yeah. and, and won the whole thing. Oh, wow. And he didn't win one prize. He just won the money equivalent. Well, because, minus because you have to pay the tax on the gift. So what, like happens 50%. Is, what happens is 50%. What happens is you right. decide you opt for the money and you get the money. So let's say I want a trip to Hawaii. You pay a tax on everything. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I have to. But the, the, like, say you want a trip to Hawaii. You, you, you have to go out of Los yes. Angeles. Oh, really? You don't go from your hometown. You have to go yeah, to Los yeah. Angeles yeah, That's now. why you, I give my tickets to Hawaii to Mario, and he sells them on StubHub. Right. <laughs> and they up. actually have a sousaphone player in the background playing the song every time somebody loses. I don't you know. know. Can you transfer wah, plane wah, tickets wah. now in this day and age? I don't think no. so. And also, I like, sucks. I like how you think you can sell airplane tickets on StubHub. No, you can. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> uh, Passport included. I, I need Pick- two first class. Let me oh. go on StubHub. <laughs> Pick up only. I have a good StubHub story. Go ahead. I thought I was buying green monster tickets for Fenway Park for the Yankees to play at uh, Fenway on a Sunday afternoon. And then I'm I'm at school, so I'm rushing the sale while the kids are coming in. Because you're a fan and of I, neither I of those teams. I scored one hundred and eighty-five dollars, one hundred eighty dollars for two tickets for the Green Monster, and and I could get money on StubHub from Yankee fans. I know no problem. I get home to cash in on my bounty, and there it says right in the face, "Thank you for buying Detroit Tigers at." Oh. So now they never refund tickets. Once you buy a ticket, it's gold. So now I concoct the lie of all lies. I I wait for Monday and I call them. And I'm like, well, a lady answers the phone after waiting online. She goes, oh, well, um, I said, listen, I don't know if you're going to believe this. Maybe I need to talk to a supervisor. I said, my son took my credit card and made an unauthorized purchase. Oh, smart Mario. Two tickets for the Yankees. Except then he cried to me the day that he made a mistake and he bought Detroit by mistake. I said, look, he's, he's already grounded. I said, I don't know what to do. I talked to my credit card company. They said I should just call you. And sure enough, what I did, I did Major League Baseball, gave me back $180. Wow, man. No harm, no foul. I looked into StubHub. I couldn't even get $60 a ticket for a Detroit Tiger game on Fedway, even for the monster. <laughs> Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I heard uh, you're singing the national anthem and Detroit Rock City at the game. <laughs> I would be at the top of the green monster. <laughs> Jose, can you see? Yeah, I can see just fine. Thank you. <laughs> What's the next story? All right, the next story is uh, a Canadian couple who rented out their apartment for one weekend, uh, rented out their home for one weekend uh, with the home sharing service Airbnb, returned to find their home destroyed after an apparent 100-person orgy took place without their knowledge. I knew that was true. (laughs) This is my kind of story. (laughs) Mark and Star King, uh, not related to Mr. King, uh, believed that they were renting their Calgary apartment to four adults in town for a wedding. In reality, it was more than one... More than 100 people took residence in their home for a week-long drug-fueled orgy. I'd have to burn the place to the ground and move out. I think that's where it's going. (laughs) Um, uh, Over the weekend, local police received multiple noise complaints from concerned neighbors and on Monday eventually shut the party down. When the Kings returned... Party's over. (laughs) It's the Minneapolis police. The Minneapolis police. What's a hassle? <laughs> when the couple returned, they kicked an additional hun- uh, 15 to 20 people out of their home. Upon entering the apartment, they were stunned at what they saw trash, bodily fluids, condoms, underwear, and broken glass. This is exactly what I don't want to see anytime I get home to my it's house. It's like uh, this Fear and Loathing Las Vegas hotel. Right. Estimates put the damage. feet of water. There are bats, man. <laughs> guy's dressed as a dinosaur or some shit. <laughs> he's trying to throw the radio in the fucking tub while he's lying in it, tripping out. <laughs> Estimates put the damage at around $62,000. Airbnb is reportedly working to reimburse the couple on, under their host protection, which covers damages for a million dollars. Uh, wow. 
How do you get that? You got what insure? Well, who insures Airbnb as a, it's like a lawless uh, entity? It's an uh, they have an underwriter. So do they? I'm, I'm sure. Underwrite this. <laughs> um, this one's out of Florida, of course. A naked 36 year old woman in Orlando was arrested after she allegedly jumped on the hood of a moving car in traffic and proceeded to masturbate. All right. How come all your uh, stories are sexual tonight? Well, I don't know. They just came in this way. Tommy was horny as hell when he was doing his research. <laughs> There's a hole in the paper. Uh, <laughs> Amy Carter spent the rest of her Sunday in police custody after being charged with criminal mischief and exposing sexual organs. The the, the, the former first daughter, Amy Carter? No, I hope not. <laughs> Why do you hope not? What do you care? Well, actually, That'd be want. awesome if it was her. Uh, TRNN Disney reported a that a local couple who was driving in their Lexus in the, in the, near the residence immediately halted their vehicle in the street to stop oh, to look at Carter once uh, she saw, they saw them. They saw her. Uh, Carter, climbing onto the hood of, and having a by-myself meeting, had caused something about something along the lines of 1,500 in automobile damages. Wait, from masturbating? Yeah. Gee, she must have really been going at it. <laughs> you dented my hood. You broke my windshield. You, I have no windshield wipers left. What the fuck? And you try to hammer it out yourself, it never works out. It's okay. My dad has tools. He's a, he's a TV repairman. <laughs> I remember uh, I was with uh, Jay Levitz one time, and we were in Taco Bell, and he backed into one. They used to have these yellow like pylons, and he backed into one and smashed his uh, trunk in or something. So I was like, oh, I could bang it out with this hammer. <laughs> and I just made it like 10 times worse. You got like a oh. ball-peen hammer. You're yeah, just exactly. going at it. I figure like uh, with, with, with like one tap, it's just going to pop back out. You know? <laughs> and I just made a million hammer marks in the guy's <laughs> It was horrible. He had to go get it fixed. <laughs> uh, it looks like the midgets from the Wizard of Oz beat his car up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a little little GI Joe figures in there punching their way out. Hey, I am the mayor of the lollipop kids. Lollipop You think that's how the song goes? I am the mayor of the lollipop kids. Uh, something like that. It was a great play. We represent. Go see it, the Ryan. Where can kids. people see this? This what does Ryan work the, for them? Theatrical output. You're asking Ryan to plug his daughter's performance. Do I don't Yo, think people are. are St. Andrews players. <laughs> you don't Proud think people are what? I, I don't think they're going to go see a kid. Well, maybe they will. Well, Thanks right. a lot. Is, a is it open to the public? You're way too into this. This is like that movie. What was the movie where they? they the Wizard show, of Oz. No, the movie where they play the town, the theater company. It's a satire. Oh, the the um under the, the rainbow. The Christopher Guest uh, All Stars movie. No, the movies that uh, a mighty wind. No, forget it. The other one. The they put on a play. They put on a play. Oh, um, they made a whole set. Sand cakes. They put on a whole cakes. set of different uh, <laughs> satires. They did the the dog. They did the dog. They did what about uh, best the in dog? show? Best in show, and then they did one about. Making a waiting small for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. All right, the, uh, That's what it is. It's waiting for Guffman. In waiting for Guffman. Correct. Right. Thank Ryan you, Dobie. Yes, and Carlson. They're quite good. The story is out of France. I'm a big Fred Willard champion. I love that guy. He's good. He's good. I don't. I gotta cut my hair. They're gonna think I'm with the band. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of a French bar is facing charges of manslaughter by willful neglect after a patron took 56 shots of liquor in one night to break the establishment's record. You know, I hate these people who sue bars for drinking when no. they get into an accident and stuff. But 56 shots—that's—that's—that's—that's that's, that's, that's irresponsible. And I do drink at a bar where the bartender routinely cuts people off, and he doesn't care. He's like, he's not. You know, I'm like, ooh, he doesn't even like pussyfoot around. He's like, listen, you gotta go. You, you've had too much. I can't serve you. That's it. 56, unless it's Andre the Giant, who's on the customer yeah, receiving that's end. That's alcohol poisoning. That's, shit. that's, well, that's fucking The guy that. died, you say? The 57-year-old drinking champ later died at, at home of a heart attack. Wow. And his, surprise. and his daughter says the bar owner had been cheering him on. 
Well, yeah, fifty-six. I don't know. Like, what are they? Are they going to charge a dude with like manslaughter or some shit? Because yeah. that's bullshit. According to TRNN France, uh, the con- <laughs> <laughs> the con- <laughs> some guy in France who looks just like you with a beret and a microphone walking around interviewing people with a with a striped black shirt and a fucking baguette, <laughs> French bread. <laughs> The, fr- the competition went down last October. I, I, like the, I like the fact that I got you. <laughs> John Pierre Rockstar. Yeah. He looks like Marcel Marcel. <laughs> Ryan just said Jean Pierre Rockstar. I feel like Marcel Marcel. I can't get out of this box of news. <laughs> uh, by the way, next week's show is going to be completely mine. The competition went down last October at a bar called Les Starter. Uh The customer, a 57 year old man named Renaud, uh, was. Re- I hate everyone in this story already because of their names. Was reportedly already 14 shots in when he decided to challenge the record and started off his run by consuming 30 shots in a, in a single minute. Pardon me. I'm in sorry to interrupt, but there, there was a record? I mean, this bartender seems irresponsible as shit the, right now. Yeah, the record. <laughs> Break the record, you pussy. You're only up to 56 and shots. And then why didn't he stop at 31? Why did he go for 56 well, more, 26 more? By the time he broke the record of 55, he had gone through about a liter of alcohol. It's like a man versus booze. Right. Let me get a leader of cola. You get, you get a picture on the wall. A lawyer for the bar owner <laughs> says that the owner told, gets a picture on a gravestone too. <laughs> told the customer he should stop, and that the patrons are responsible for their own drinking decisions. By the way, his his epitaph says, "I'm still hungover." Right. Wee <laughs> <laughs> wee. <laughs> the dead man's daughter counters that the record was posted on a blackboard in the bar, and that the owner whispered into. If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. <laughs> get ready to get drunk up. Let's do it. The owner kept whispering into the customer's ear, you can do it, you can do it, keep going, keep going. I've had more than 56 shots in the city. Hell, I didn't die. You've never had 56 shots. What have we had 56? Maybe not in an hour, but over several days. <laughs> How did you find this song? You know, the, everybody knows the shot song. I listen to it every day. That's how I, this is. This is like my. This is my walk-in music. I ever go back to boxing. <laughs> right back. I know so little. Speaking of, this is what I use to relax at night when I can't fall asleep. I put a, I put that on instead of like the ocean. Is that like Little noises. John or some shit? Uh, it's it's L M F A O. Can you oh. can you tell me is Lauren Hill any good? Is that a good person to go see? Um, I like her first album a lot. Uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill is a very good record. Why do you ask, Mario? Because uh, you can get tickets to the main stage in uh, Flushy Meadow to see her for free. <laughs> Why are you really? stub hubbing them? She's no, playing Flushy Meadow Park. Yes, she is. She's I would go to that. I saw the Ramones there. Louis Armstrong. Festival. She's back. She was disappeared for like anyway, fifteen she, years. She disappeared from the public eye, and then she the got arrested problems. for tax evasion and went to prison for a short if period you're of time. Interested? Google it, and then you can just go and register, and they'll mail you two tickets. Really? Speak, I'll do that. Speaking of uh, Flushing Meadow Park, a rusting World's Fair icon in Queens is getting a three million dollar paint job for free. Finally, oh, yeah. this fucking place, the what, Pavilion. The globe? No, the Pavilion. The oh, pavilion. the Pavilion Zora. 
TRNN has learned that the bridge and steel painters will donate their time and, and bid to turn back the clock on the New York State Pavilion. This is how little, and I hate to stop you, but this is how little money is, is put towards New York City parks. Yep. It's it's less than like half a percent of the budget. Yep. And This is free, by the way. This is people just donating. People have to donate their time to paint this uh, an icon of, of landmark in New York City. Yep, which was built 50 they years ago. They have to donate their time. The city... Won't pay for it. That's ridiculous. Isn't this where Men in Black land over there? Yeah, well, when yep. they did the Iron Man movie, too, they had the whole place gussied up. I'm like, why can't it look like that all the time? I'm it's sure, mint. I'm sure they gussied it up in a post. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you're right. <laughs> Parks Department officials said the paint job. You don't think John Favreau at the end was like, all right, give me all my shit back. Tear this down. Let's, right. We're out of here. Right. The Parks Department <laughs> officials said the paint job will, quote, restore the original luster and beauty of the pavilion while protecting its bones. Bums? Bums. The pavilion, if you don't know, is like this just just gi- goofy, gigantic structure in the middle of the park with like lines on the top. It's a weird shaped thing. Trying, what, what, what is, what is like the pavilion? The, I can't really describe saucers. it. It looks like a like it's a the rockets. Ri- it looks like no. they would hold a it's rodeo the in there. No, it's the Jetsons thing, right? It's the, yeah. it's the round I'm, thing I'm, next to the two towers. No. It's, it's not near yes. Terrace on the park. The, it is. No. It's the thing it's, that they yes. landed the Men in Black on. All right, I know what that is, kind of. But that's it's, near the it, Rockets. Sorry, Don. Yeah, uh, no, that's by the uh, Queens. Uh, the Rockets by the Hall of Science. Isn't that the three hockey pucks on poles? No, that's 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 the. Uh, Aren't we from Queens? Shouldn't we know this? I know what the pavilion is. I've been inside it. It's crumbling. It's a, just a big structure. It's round, and on top, it looks like a circus tent style shape on top. Oh, that stupid thing! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's like wires instead yeah, of a circus. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah somebody yeah. put it up, and I, I, but before that, I saw the photo. I knew what it was. This there is, you go. That's it. It's pretty cool. This so is, those saucer flying saucer things in the back are not part of the pavilion. Oh, okay. Fix that. That no, used to be I, a I restaurant. Right that, next to it. Those restaurants revolved around in a circle no. when they built. Oh, yeah? I, I think the restaurants on the other side, though, no, terrace no, on the park. Terrace on the park is different. This is the first such work to be done in the building since it was constructed 50 years ago for the 1964 World's Fair in Corona, uh, Flushing Meadows, Corona Park. 51 years ago. There you go. 64. I thought it was 65. The donated work will be done through a training program for apprentice painters. All right. Well, they should, they should still pay these. Fuck, I, I don't get it, man. This is a big, that would be a big, nice, juicy union contract. Yeah. But instead, these guys get to donate their time because the city won't spend money on it. That park is beautiful. It could be beautiful again. And they only turn the fountains on with in the, by the Unisphere when the, when the tennis is there. Coming. Right. They turn And, and they, they turn them off when everybody else leaves. That's and we're, so you can skateboard. We're all busy bike riding around and there's no water in the fountains. Right. Nonsense. They, you never see anything like this happen in Central Park. Only in Queens. That's they true. Disrespect us. You think you could park on, on the Central Park lawn Sad. with your car during a Mets game? It was <laughs> right. Never. August of 1965. When why would you want Mario to? You're way far away from the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the Mets game. I'm going to I'm gonna park in Central Park. I got a nice spot. Over by the zoo. <laughs> He's got a great jump I on the train. I don't remember much, but I do remember it was August of 1965 when a young Mario Saro sat in, sat in a red Chevrolet convertible and rode through the land of dinosaurs. And for the first time, he thought... Maybe my dad really loves me. <laughs> and the last time. I, yeah, I've met your dad. I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't love you. He never says it. <laughs> Desgraziano. Has your dad ever said that to you? My father has a good uh, pet name for me. It's called Testa the Cucuzza. <laughs> what does that, that mean? translates into head of the large cucumber. <laughs> 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 yeah, he always 
always had those nice names for me. Disgraziato and, and what he's rolling in his grave right now. The other one he loved to call me was Figu de Nudo, which that translates to son of nobody. Oh man, that's <laughs> wow, dude, that's yeah, up. man. You have to grow up with this shit. That's what made you tough. Hey, John, speaking of uh, the Italian tip, can I get some Godfather music for this next story, dude? Your fucking childhood is horrible. I feel bad for you. I know. That's why I don't remember much. My I, dad. I do remember that red convertible and those dinosaurs. They look so real. I do see where he's coming from, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a point. <laughs> you are the fat head of a cucumber and a disgraciate. Well, speaking of which, man, this next story. I'm sorry, man. That's terrible. Thanks, yeah, buddy. We love you, Mario. I love you, Mario. I'll be your dad. It's all made me stronger. <laughs> it's all made me strong. Stay forte, Papa. That's what I say to him. Stay forte. Stay forte, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to tell me? <laughs> uh, people may have been drawn to Queen's highly rated Cucina e Modo Mio pizzeria for the fresh mozzarella. But, oh! But they apparently also stayed for the hundreds of pounds of sweet, sweet, fresh cocaine, cops say. Sweet cocaine. At least 16 people were arrested in a major bus recently and charged in federal court in what authorities are uh, describing as a family business run out of the back of the kitchen of the Za shop. The, f- the family repeatedly hid kilos of cocaine inside produce boxes. According to Seal TRNN reports, after putting a wiretap on the phone of the pizzeria... Music is depressing. Let's pick it up. <laughs> Agents uh, search shipments bound for the pizzeria... Turn the page. Turn the page. <laughs> There's so much more. In October, they found. We gotta get you. We're all gonna chip in and get Tommy a teleprompter. teleprompter How yeah. awesome would that be? It'd be amazing. They found 40 kilograms of cocaine inside cardboard pizza boxes, and in the December, they found an additional 15 grams. Some of the cocaine was headed for Italy, according to a news release from authorities, where there were quote nar- narcotics distribution ring allegedly operating in Calabria. The restaurant, which had maintained an impressive 4.5 rating on Yelp, despite offering high-priced items such as calzones, is now closed. Twenty-two dollars. That's what it says. <laughs> is the is it me or whenever you go, like you look up a restaurant and they don't have a website, so you're you're forced to use Yelp? Is that website like completely suck, like to navigate the Yelp site or the first? Yeah, the Yelp site. So what they do is first they want you to download the app, which, you know, I've done and then erased it, so I don't want to do that. You have to continue. Now I'm already annoyed. And then they, you go to this, uh, you go to the restaurant, it, it gives a description of the restaurant, and then there's like two ads underneath, which are reviews right. for a different place. I hate that. Like, you know, I'm pretty savvy. I'm not 80 years old. Imagine how many people think those are the reviews for the restaurant they're looking at. Oh, yeah. I can only assume for like, older I, people. I've clicked on it a couple times, like an Italian restaurant, and it's like, hey, uh, you know, the the, uh, the the potatoes and uh, blood sausage here are great. I'm like, what am I reading? And then it's, it's you know, it's just clumsy. It sucks. Right. I hate Yelp. Actually, I have a customer who printed had me print T-shirts, and then the back was the name of the bar, and the back it said, the front was the name of the bar, and the back it said, fuck Yelp, and huge letters. <laughs> My favorite was when somebody wrote on the chalkboard outside their restaurant, come in for the... Worst Bloody Mary you've ever had, according to one dude on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken vindaloo is delicious. Right. <laughs> right, I'm looking up like a museum. It's telling me about chicken vindaloos. <laughs> Where's Joey? Ryan, you I ever hate use- that. Fuck Yelp. You ever use Yelp, Ryan? I hate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I awful. have the same problem. It, it, it's usually not uh, easy to find the number to call up and make a reservation. Yeah. 
Uh, I always find that the reviews are pretty much written by the owner and whomever else uh, knows the owner. Right, you, maybe uh, want to see his friend stay in business. Are you discussing guy? Yelp? Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I yeah. walked out of the room. I, I want to start a new service that reviews Yelp reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Because I found a guy. I, I, I give this uh, this this cranky. Woman, zero stars. Well, that's it. I just found I found a woman, and she put like a bad review on a, on a, a something that was nowhere near me. But I don't know what made me look it up. Long and short, I ended up going you know into like a, a rabbit hole of her Yelp shit. Oh, and she was reviewing everything. I mean, everything. Some people are serial reviewers, like on Travelocity, Expedia, Dunkin' just, you know. Donuts, Venice Beach. You know, and like <laughs> giving poor reviews right. to things that well, really don't the, have attractions or too come much on. sugar in my coffee. The sand uh, was coarse, coarser than right. I had. Uh, Thought. It was warm on my feet, and I didn't like that. And uh, <laughs> right, the, it was Yelp ins- review the sun. It was insane. The this sun's w- really hot today. Wait. Two stars. Was, it's way too hot. Well, you guys want to hear something creepy? She was reviewing like oil change places, right. regular gas stations, In and Out Burger. Hairdo, that's not. I have a feeling that's not what you think it is. Um, you, this is really creepy. It's but, a parody account. No, it's even worse. It's it's competitors hiring people or doing it themselves. No, to, but they were they were. There are some serial irrelevant things. Yeah, I mean it's right. an open. Uh, I guess. Right. Platform, so anyone could, and you know, anyone could post on it. So that's it's just like the wild west. Let's say your neighbor was doing a radio show out of their garage next door. Okay, you'd go I, on Yelp and you'd totally no, I'd call the police. <laughs> <laughs> about real, real quick, about ten years ago, I would take care of the competition immediately, Tommy. <laughs> Me and a couple of people at work were tr- uh, trying to figure out what the what the best steakhouse in New York was, and we went on a website that uh, reviewed um, different restaurants and by category, and we put in for uh, Steak Yelp, Ben Ben Steakhouse. And uh, and it broke it down the top three in each city around the country. And in New York, it said Smith and Walensky, okay. Old Homestead, something else. Right. And then Ooh, we, I like that old we just, Homestead yeah. place. And then Homestead's we started looking awesome. at some of like the smaller cities, and it, like Tucson, Arizona. It was like the outback. Number one was like outback on Route 12. Right. Number two <laughs> was course. outback on Highway 17. You know, and number three was outback on. There's so many cities that that was like the outback was the top three Triple steakhouses outback in fact the city. Attack. Any sizzlers? Any sizzlers on that list? Probably. You like to go to Scissor, Mario? Well, where do you want to go? These all these three steak places look great, but uh, I can't really decide. I like the one on Highway 45. A little By the way, I'm glad I'm glad you brought up the Outback because as uh, we uh, remodeled my kitchen, I my you know there were things left over from the last person who lived here. The last people being my parents, and uh, behind a bunch of stuff was a, a blooming onion maker. Oh yeah, Ooh. like not like an old blooming. No, it's like not before Outback. I think this thing's old and it's in the box. If anybody wants it. I do. That Email like me. Hair- oh, you want to? That sounds like a hairdo and Ryan sell-off. Thing. I will no, take- no, no, no. I, I like making it. shit. I like making shit. Problem with the blooming onion maker is that if you see how it's made, you probably would never. Right. Eat it. I always thought you just cut an onion in a, in a specific way and then yeah. threw it in water for like yeah, two days. There's and like let this it machine. I think you slide this onion on top yeah, and it, it looks, yeah, it, looks it, like it a splits citrus, open. Right, it looks like right. a juicer. Exactly. I used to have one. Well, hairdo, it's yours. You've won. I've won John's Bloomin' Onion. You've won well, my mom's. Game. No, we mom's can't game. say Bloomin' Onion because of copyright uh, infringement. The it's Onion Bloomer. The Onion Bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hairdo wins. Yeah. So You've got- won an Onion Bloomer. Yeah, Hairdo. Yeah. I'm allergic to onions. Get the fuck off the show. Are you really? No, I'm just saying because oh. I was a call back to the wheelchair lady. Oh, right. <laughs> so I've got one last story and then we could wrap this up. So I was deep cut. Please, please, All tell right. us the story. All right, this story is out of Texas. A San Antonio grandmother was surprised when she discovered a bag of high-quality cocaine hidden inside of her granola bar. How, wait, does, how does she, who graded this uh, cocaine? We'll who, find out. 
Texas resident Cynthia Rodriguez unwrapped a Nature Valley granola bar and allegedly discovered a bag filled with a white powdery substance. Assuming she had won some sort of... <laughs> Let me test this out. Yeah. Assuming she had won some sort of prize, Rodriguez called the granola company directly. You're the best. <laughs> I like this lady. She calls the company. Yeah, to double check. I found this bag of blow. It's the Did I win something? Ticket. It's the golden ticket. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Yeah, and then it continues. Uh, she called the company, uh, assuming she'd won some sort of prize. Uh, a, a confused rep told her, the woman to contact the local police department. Sounds like she got a cracker jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which, the du- uh, which the grandmother did dutifully. Uh, not realizing the value of her find. <laughs> Dovey saying, assuming she had won some sort of prize, she rubbed it on her gums. <laughs> <laughs> TRNN Lone Star reports that San Antonio police tested the powder for ha- traces of heroin but had no luck. Then they tested it for cocaine. Quote, he tried for cocaine and they both looked at each other and then they go, oh my God, it's high quality cocaine. High said the woman. Quality. So, so the, the police... Gave it high quality. I mean, because I mean, the tester doesn't say what grade of the blow it is. No, it's, 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 it's like the guy from Goodfellas. What are you baking a cake? Bye bye, dickhead. It's like in the taste movie, it with his pinky. It, well, it's like that movie Blow or whatever, whatever with uh, Johnny Depp. Yes. When Bobcat Goldfish, like, I can't feel my face. This this is so good. I can't feel my face. I don't know why the cops know that's high quality, but judging by this police, they have of, a lab or sh- and percentage stuff. The purity. They ju- can test the purity. Judging yeah. by this police officer's name, I might know why. Sergeant Javier Sniffler. Oh no! I swear to God. I... <laughs> hey, get Hav. We need Hav. Get him out the back. We... He's he's in a dark room with his head on the on the table. Javier Sniffler. Yes. Sergeant Sniffler then quickly confiscated the drugs. <laughs> Sergeant Sniffler, I junkyard dog kicked his ass in '86. <laughs> Sergeant Sniffler quickly confiscated the drugs and booked them as evidence. Say- <laughs> Sergeant Toots McGroots told me saying, <laughs> stating, "quote We're not sure that uh, if this was something added on purpose or if it was something that may have fallen out of someone's pocket on the assembly line." Sergeant, do some blow. <laughs> I hate when the like, fall out of my pocket. Sergeant, in Sergeant, you party. <laughs> Sergeant, up all night. <laughs> General Mills, Sergeant holding out. General Mills, the company that owns Nature. General Mills, he's the captain of this police force. General Mills, the company that owns Nature Valley. Get me General Mills. Sergeant Coke in my coin pocket. Sergeant Sniffler, get me General Mills on the line. Uh, issued a statement saying they were quote confident the bag of drugs didn't come from their factory in part because of how quickly the bars move along the assembly lines. Uh, Rodriguez, for her part, is thankfully just one of was just, is just thankful that one of her eleven grandchildren didn't open the granola bar first. And Sergeant Sniffler was thankful he got the call. <laughs> Tootski the snowman. <laughs> the woman is thankful that a, one of her eleven grandchildren didn't open the granola bar, stating, "Quote: What if they opened it and thought it was sugar? Then they would. Uh, that's a, the granola is a gateway, and then you're onto like cereal. <laughs> well, do I should just give it to the parents that could use it for their kids? I don't know, but I'll tell you this: that's the news. All right, that's the news with Tommy Rockstar. All right. Yeah. Thank that's you very much. Nice job, Tommy. That's all. All the news here last. All the news that's fit to print right here <laughs> on live crap. from the barrage here don't, on Radio nice Nope. Job. Don't let your meatloaf, everybody. Don't let your meatloaf. Listen to us on our new uh, replay time slot uh, Tuesdays, Tuesdays at, at five p.m. Eastern. Five Eastern. Sorry, hey, John. No, believe me. Take I, I, take control, my friend. I love it. All right. 
Well, John's a sub. Uh, let's get the fuck out of here. I want to say thank you to our guest, Dave Hoffer. Um, buy his book, which is about Dan Lilkers. It is called Perpetual Conversion, 30 Years and Counting in the Life of Metal Veteran Dan Lilker. Right. You could buy that at uh, Handshake Incorporated. You have to go to their Bandcamp page and click the merch link, and it'll come right up. It's uh, Handshake Inc. Dot .bandcamp.com it should come up. All right. I I've, I've done it myself. It was very easy. Anything else, Mario? You want to say you have anything to plug? Uh come to my art show this Wednesday at uh, um, at our school. We're having the uh, free refreshments, no cocaine though. <laughs> well, you lost me. John was How about there. granola bars? Come to my art show. I've been to Mario's senior art show this Wednesday, five to six. I've Where? been to Mario's art show at, at the, well at the, the school. school. I'll tell you after on the up there. Blanks. <laughs> and uh, yo, it was fantastic to see what these kids could do. Amazing, they were great. I know. I was just at an art show today. We had three kids. The only three middle schoolers out of seventeen. The rest are all high schoolers. And 46th Street of Madison You have those kids whipped into shape. Even the kids who can't draw for shit, uh, you have them doing something. I can teach anybody to draw. Just, <laughs> I come in, nobody can teach me to keep time. Right. <laughs> if you, you have, start me up! <laughs> you yeah! Have, you have to do a deal with, uh, like, a trade-off with the music teacher at the school. What? Like, you'll you show him how to draw, and, oh, what, are you going to come over here for lessons? The music teacher at my school, I don't know. I don't want to deal with your hopeless. flirtatious. I don't oh, I see. I well, see what's I going on. I have unnatural there. thoughts. Mrs. Asaro will like that. No. It's okay as long as it's fantasy. Well, Mario, I won't be here next week, so you and Ryan have got to take over with John and Mike. And uh, uh, what, are you, what are you doing to us? Well, I'm, He's going to become a sequoia. Um, yeah, it's exactly what I'm going to do. So I might call in from the Redwoods to let you guys know the uh, weather report out there. But other than that, I will see you guys in two weeks. Take it cheesy, Crafty. All right. Oh, so you won't be back for two weeks? Well, I'll be. I won't be here next week, but I'll be here uh, the following week. All right. Now we got to look at our calendars. I'm going to see the Who. I'm going to see uh, the Archer, yeah. Archer of Loaf. And by this time Archer next week, Archer of Loaves, June. Oh, can I make my plug? Yeah. Yes, please. If you happen to be in the Greater Flushing area this weekend, come see uh, the Andre and Players and their production of The Wizard of Oz. Saturday night at eight. Sunday afternoon, at three p.m. You can see my daughters for about 10 minutes. Will they fart master puppets or uh, three blind mice? Eastern time. (laughs) All Eastern time. Come on out. It's going to be a great time. And anybody going to the fucking Philly replacement show tomorrow, scream hairdo in the audience and I'll probably find you. How'd you get get involved in that uh, Wizard of Oz thing? You have to pay to be in that? They auditioned. It's hard work. Yeah, but is is there like a fee or something? It's outside of the school, so... Right, no, it's uh, sell tickets. I, we didn't. Uh... Tickets are not cheap. You're being my quite evasive. Me Did you pay to get into this? Charge thirty-three dollars. Oh, yeah. you, you pay. You pay. I paid thirty-three dollars to go with my daughter. She's a five-year-old tickets. child. I'm not talking to you, Mario. Yeah. Brian, did you me... pay to, to to participate? Uh, I only paid for my tickets. Uh, it's eighteen dollars for adults. Oh, so you didn't have to. Fifteen dollars like... for. The only thing I had to pay for is uh, a listing in the playbill, which. Uh, right. There was no entry fee, like, hey, everyone. No, no, no. So how do they fund this? Right. How do they so fund the project? They actually get a grant from the city. For, oh, wow. Uh, $7,500. Nice. So John, it's, they- a, it's, a, it's a community theater that's been doing this for over 50 years at St. Andrews. I'll tell you what. There's, there's big fees involved with them buying the rights to these songs. Yeah. And there is. High schools have to pay and everything. Yeah. It's, you know, you got to pay this big fee. No, it's, to, it's, these Rogers and Hammerstein will come down on you like Salino and Bonds. I love yeah, how. It's no joke. I love how Ryan's kids get a grant and then the Flushing Meadows Park can't get money. To- <laughs> yeah. We can't pay to fucking the thing and take a day. Go but, see you know. the show. Dorothy, she's 14 years old. She's amazing. I oh, she's, Jesus. Uh, exquisite. Why don't you have a seat right Great there? Great job. He's actually right. The, uh, the, the talent they got in this is really good, I got to say. Uh, I, I, I totally believe you. I wasn't knocking you. I was, I was disgusted by Mario's 
Well, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I um, I embrace I don't mean to the stick creativity up for this guy. that our young people have. It amazes me, and I always loved it, and I always will. I'll make no, I'll make no apologies for that. All right, very good. Thank you, thank you, Chat Box. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, if you want to be on the show, uh, and uh, you know, email me. <laughs> thank you. Let's go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Thanks. Thanks.